0: Welcome to Pass the Golden Popcorn, an MTV movie, though not for long, awards podcast. Well, I mean, movies are still there, but we'll we'll get to it. (laughs) Where we talk about the films that get nominated for everyone's favorite People's Choice type award show, the various categories, and trying to determine who really should have won. I'm Kenny Sage, a foremost movie expert. And I'm Ben Gregg,
1: a foremost kissing expert.
0: And joining us today to discuss a... very fun slate, slate of movies there. Yeah. An expert in finishing entire essays with less than a day left, uh, please welcome Evie Stark.
2: How are you doing, Evie? Hi, I'm doing well. Um, and it's a very accurate one, as I'm looking at 300 words written out of 3,000 um, expected in 28 hours. Jeez. That's, <laughs> I mean,
0: I'm, I also write a lot of essays like at the... Last minute, though, I'm not sure if it's ever been a 3,000 word count. for.
2: Yeah, um, I work, I tell myself I work best under pressure. I don't know if it's accurate or if it's just the only way that I can get myself to do anything.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I'm... Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I think throughout my entire uh, two years at at Nate, I think I probably wrote less than 3,000 words.
0: I literally (laughs) handed something in at the last possible second yesterday, so it was...
2: Nice. Yeah.
3: Um, oh man! So yeah, yeah. So, Evie,
0: uh, something that we like to start off with guests on guests on the show, and yeah, is I always I always like to ask, "What's your experience with kissing?" Typically in the movies, um we don't want to get too far in though.
2: <laughs> um. um. Yeah, I I like it. It's fun. I like romance, and um, kissing is a good way um, to do romance. <laughs> the most robotic possible description of kissing is a functional way to perform romance I mean
1: uh, well we have, we have not yet gotten a robotic answer I'm glad we got that checked off
0: I mean didn't Shane just literally read like a definition of what kissing was like he had well, yeah it's something
1: yeah this is very very straightforward and direct
0: that was one where I'm like please 18 year old guests don't tell us your history with like kissing but, right uh yeah, so with so with that there, we're going to the 2016 MTV Movie Awards. Um, the f- this was the first MTV Movie Awards since 2006 where it wasn't aired live, and they taped it the day before. Day before. Uh, I believe this isn't before producer Joe Gallen, director of Not Another Teen Movie, returns to the award show. I think that's coming up, but. Huh. Something I've discovered is for the past 10, ten years or or so... Uh, actually, I think today the MTV Movie Awards have been being pro- produced by... Um, oh, and now I'm just blanking on his name, despite, see... he But they're being produced by, like, leg- Legendary Viacom Producer. Oh, I clicked something I thought was going to take me to MTV Movie Awards, and then it just took me to another year. Ma- Mark Burnett <laughs> producer of survivor and, oh well yeah oh. so surprising there hasn't been eliminations in any of these
2: <laughs> or the Bible <laughs> <laughs> it's a very <laughs> it's a very talk <laughs> sorry I just I just imagined Jimmy Carson giving that same exact joke
0: <laughs> oh thank you that's a high compliment <laughs> Ben should laugh at my jokes more. Just no. <laughs> um yeah, but this is a notable year in many ways. As I alluded to, this is the last year before they insert T V into the category as a ratings yeah. play. So
3: hmm.
0: I'm gonna have to get used to saying MTV movie and T V awards for the next few episodes, but
1: Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I wonder I wonder how it's how it's going to affect the kisses.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, this most recent year, or at least in kissing, I think it was it was all TV at that point.
1: I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think like if I'm not mistaken, I think the the last movie that got in was Phantom.
0: Phantom and man
1: Oh gosh.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, to all the boys uh, I loved before is also a movie. That's
1: okay.
2: A movie that's a real MTV movie awards movie, teen romance.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of the Two All the Boys franchise. At least one and three. Two is kind of a sore spot, but
2: um. I haven't seen I haven't seen the sequels, but I've read all the books, so I feel um, I don't know. I'll I'll get to the movies eventually.
0: (laughs) The, The second one, the issue is the the alternate like oh, is this going to steal her away from Noah Centineo? Love interest they introduce, played by Jordan Fisher, is just so mm-hmm. engaging where it's like, why does she yes. have to
2: end up with him? But then the well, third this one... This is also the problem with the books. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but then the third one, Noah Centineo is just working overtime to, like, just win you over. Like, I watched this with uh, some some fr- some friends, and, like, in the beginning we're all like, oh, yeah, fuck Peter Kavinsky. And li- midway through we're like, wait, is Peter good now? Do we all like him now? Like, <laughs>
2: Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a John Ambrose <laughs> McLaren girl for life. Yeah, um, and I do have his name just uh, off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> right, that's his name. Uh, yeah, but this is also a notable year because uh, speed finally like years and year after years of speed, sounding triumphant as the film with the most nominations, it unfortunately fell to Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I got eleven nominations. <laughs>
1: Damn, it took it huh. took a reboot of one of the most iconic franchises to beat probably one of the most forgettable franchises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: and not even the prequels pulled this off. I mean... But... No. <laughs> yeah, but the prequels, no. I feel like those, that's not empty. I don't know, maybe they were. I feel like that's less of MTV target audience than The Force Awakens. Which is just yeah. like everyone needs to see this, as opposed to like fans of those original movies need to see this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think The Force Awakens still stands as the only one of the new trilogy I've seen. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, it's, The Last Jedi is just way too long. It's um, good. Yeah, maybe. I'm maybe also surprised. Now that
2: I... um, I'm kind of surprised. I guess not really that. Um, uh, rise of skywalker wasn't nominated for best kiss well or the last jedi oh. that well night. that was the year that got
0: <laughs> kind of lost in history based on
1: ah well i'll make note uh. of that for when if we if we end up making our own retribution year
2: oh, both of them have pretty um, <laughs> or you know have a kiss
3: <laughs> oh yeah last jedi could have got
2: in there um, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like
0: that's a very memorable kiss. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it was just too toxic for them. They didn't want to, like, risk <laughs> pissing people off. Especially because the kiss yeah. in The Last Jedi is, like, in a scene where. I remember I, I saw that movie and I loved it. I'm like, what should I do? I don't know. I'll go to the Star Wars Reddit. I'm like, this scene is oh, great. Boy. And then immediately someone's like, that's like the worst scene in the
2: movie.
0: You just, like, you, you were someone, like,
2: trying to emigrate to the united states in 1864 right there yeah (laughs) there's a civil war happening that you just stepped into
0: truly i'm like hmm so i mean i haven't really been using reddit at this point i'm like why did i start here just
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm gonna get into i'm gonna get into talking about game of thrones during season eight it's just gonna be
0: yeah Yes, yeah, so I'm going into Game of Thrones season. Eight. Except that one at least had the consensus where everyone's like, "Oh, this is kind of this is largely bad That's now." True. Uh, it's like if someone came in, it's like, "Oh yeah, pretty great." Um... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and interesting. Yeah, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, eleven nominations but only won three. And then, weirdly enough, Pitch Perfect two and Deadpool are the only other multiple winners this year
1: yeah that's oh wow i
0: guess star wars kind of like well well, i only won three but uh, oh yeah deadpool won best comedic performance and best fight and Hi. pitch perfect two one was oh ensemble cast oh that makes sense well, yeah yeah
1: if there's one thing pitch perfect two does really well it's have a lot of characters
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> a very backhanded compliment. <laughs> Listen, I there's I sure a lot of people perfect. in it. <laughs> I have, I am,
1: I love the Pitch Perfect series, but That's I, I have my critiques. <laughs> oh yes, what can
0: you possibly critique about the Pitch Perfect films? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unproblematic um. movies that everyone uh, agrees on.
1: Yeah. yeah, you know every every character is a fully fleshed out character um yeah. there's no definite... working with stereotypes exactly yeah. um <laughs> it definitely like uh if uh if we can wait do we you have to list them off before we can get into it because I, I i have like a weird problem with the first two pitch perfect movies
0: yeah oh yeah i guess we can get to list them off anything did else? You
2: have eight <laughs> <laughs> did anything else interesting
0: happen oh kevin Hart and dwayne johnson hosted the stars of oh. league of super pets <laughs> An unlikely duo. Wait,
2: really? (laughs) Oh, did you not hear about the Super Pets thing? No, I mean, I know of it existing. I didn't know that they were going to be in it.
0: Yeah, Dwayne is playing Crypto in what seems to be like a pretty committed vocal performance from him based on like the trailer. (laughs) And then Kevin Hart, of course, is playing Ace, who in the comics is Batman's Uh, dog, but in this reimagination... Nation of it. All the other super pets are like shelter pets who t- get um, powers accidentally um, and then team up with him. Which
2: they're yeah. their fourth movie together, if I'm yeah, counting yeah. right. A real modern Wilder prior
3: Yeah,
2: um, <laughs> with John Krasinski as Superman. And oh, uh, uh-huh. yeah, that sounds like something John Krasinski would sign up for. Yeah, and Mark
0: Maron is Lex <laughs> Luthor. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't honestly want to see a live-action version of that I feel like uh, yeah
1: uh, but nobody nobody could top Eisenberg's Lex Luthor <laughs> I think
2: we can all agree well I mean <laughs> I, <committed, laughs> I was really considering going really full-throated defense of uh, Kevin Spacey's <laughs> Lex Luthor <laughs> and then just decided I didn't want to have that recorded somewhere <laughs>
0: I mean, we made a joke a couple episodes ago about how we hadn't heard about what Harvey Weinstein did, so...
1: It's fine. <laughs> we, we, we've made edgier before.
0: I've I brought oh. up nine eleven on like several consecutive
2: episodes for no reason. <laughs> well, I did compare the, the backlash to the last Jedi to the Civil War, so I don't know. <laughs> if I'm That's getting what. away Scott clean here. Uh, if
0: this podcast ever gets big, we might be in trouble. But it's <laughs> exactly. uh,
1: listen, you, you don't make it big unless you have some horrible audio that can pull. <laughs>
0: anyway so we should we have six films this week so we should get into those so for best kiss 2016 the nominees are Amy Schumer and Bill Hader Trainwreck Dakota Johnson and Jamie Dornan Fifty Shades of Grey Leslie Leslie Mann and Chris Hemsworth Vacation Margot Robbie and Will Smith Focus Marina Bakarin and Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, and the winners, Rebel Wilson and Adam Devine, Pitch Perfect 2, We Belong Together. The
1: second <laughs> the winner to use, use that song! <laughs> but the first one to use it uh, with the characters singing it, I'll give it that.
2: Um, well, for, uh, what was the first one?
0: Talladega Nights. Yeah. Oh. Will Ferrell and Sasha yeah, Baron Cohen get into a foot race and then they make out at the end of it. It's...
1: Yeah, with with uh, well, Pat Benatar in the background. It's great. <laughs> oh, it's uh, I yeah. I mean, it's a great song. Yeah. So, um, my big two problems with Pitch Perfect two and one uh, to a slight extent. I think that this is like, I think it, it it invades both films, where both films seem to act like nobody knows what like mashups are
3: mm-hmm.
1: um and like they're blown away by them <laughs> um oh, like so so in the first movie it's mashups i think in this movie it's original songs <laughs> um and it pretends like these things didn't exist in the universe before before it happened on like stage which is like very very strange to me
0: well, the original song thing, it, it's not dissimilar to an arc in the second season of Glee, where it they wanted to start doing exactly original songs <laughs> on the show. Yeah, So they, ha- yeah. they had to build up and to they're it. And so they're like, so Wait.
2: similar, honestly, between the two. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, except like, they're yeah. both
2: like Max, I don't know that Max Martin actually produced Flashlight, but they definitely feel um, like they could have been sung, both feel like they could have been sung by Pink. Um, in a slightly different universe. Both um, Loser Like Me from Glee and Flashlight.
0: Yeah. That's... Except Pitch Perfect 2 didn't have a scene where various characters try and write songs badly and they improvise songs about, like, cups and stuff. math Just...
2: <laughs> Mouth, uh, uh, the hit song. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: what's... The, is it... Sound machine is like the is like the enemy. Sound, uh, move, machine. Right? Sound, the sound machine, right? Sound machine. So we've had—I don't know the exact number, but like there's like there's drum there's stomp the yard, and I think uh, Step Up Two. If I'm forgetting one, I'm so sorry. Of like these Battle of the Bands, Sands the Bands um, type <laughs> movies. Um, um. Like, and I I will give this movie credit like a lot of credit because I, I think it's the only one that's managed to do this that like the enemy the enemy troop has like sounds very different from like the g- good guys. <laughs> um, whereas in like whereas in um like step up two like if you switched the dances, it wouldn't there would be no difference <laughs> at all. <laughs> like if, if the if our protagonists were doing one dance and the antagonists did like their dance as well, I wouldn't be able to tell at all, but I feel like they, they've, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's intentional or I just don't have the ears to actually, um, be a, like a, like an official, uh, like an expert on this, but like they did like sound very different to me. And I appreciated that. Yeah. But, like there was a good way of differentiating away from the, the, uh, uh, the Barton Bellas and the DOS sound machine.
0: Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely agree with that. Like, the DAS Sound Machine also, like, I think they're, like, of all those films you listed where I'm like, oh, who are the enemies on those? Like, I think the, as, like, antagonists, the, like, lead DAS Sound Machine ones, Flula Laborg, and then I'm not gonna get, be able to pronounce the Swedish name, but, like, Bur- Bridget Soren- Sorenson there. Oh, I might have pulled that off, like...
1: That's not too bad. Yeah,
0: P.H.R. and comm- <laughs> Commissar, like, are really, yeah, I think they're just really effective villains, and I remember, like, seeing it mm-hmm. in theaters, I'm like, I'm really engaged by these, like, villain performances, and it was the same on, like, yeah. Rewatch.
3: Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. yeah, and, um... Oh, sorry, do you have something to say, Evie?
2: No, I mean, I was just gonna agree, that I think that they do a good job of kind of having, um like you were saying a different sound it's very much more um kind of wall of sound industrial-ish um and like precision yeah Uh,
1: and even like the vocals in the background are like so they they sound it doesn't sound like a bunch of people singing it sounds like one person singing in unison kind of sort of echoing each other like they're very unified
0: in that
3: yeah. yeah
1: whereas in like there's like not a lot of there's not a lot of like layering or offset or anything
0: yeah, and the types of songs they're picking are also like pretty distinct enough. Like,
1: yeah, and then also yeah. Um, so to pair that criticism I gave, where this movie likes to pretend that mashups didn't exist, um, or that they're really like impressive, what this movie and I think all three of the except for maybe the insane stupid stuff of the of the third one that I love.
2: Um, this movie, Oh, God, I always
3: I, the third I, one.
1: <laughs> I love it so much. Me too. This movie. Does such a good job of making the stakes so like pathetically low and like yes. really lame, <laughs> and like ever its very like aware of that, and I, I I really appreciate that. I feel like there's like a certain lack of self-awareness in some of the other um, Battle of the Bands-esque type movies, mm-hmm. but like this one is like very aware of like how actually pretty low
2: the stakes are. You're saying people yeah. don't actually I mean, care I,
0: about drum lines. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> i think it's, there's oh. a lot of problems with um elizabeth banks and john michael higgins his characters um in terms of like them being given lines that are like oh this is offensive because they're saying something funny but they're supposed to be the butt of the joke because they're the ones saying an offensive thing but really it's just yeah. saying an offensive thing yeah exactly um, yeah
1: and something i uh, they to do do it
2: that oh sorry i was just gonna say that the, those characters do effectively work to make it like these are the people that do care like these are how pathetic like, the people that actually are invested are <laughs> like uh yeah. in lowering the stakes in that way yeah and like i
1: don't mind them i don't mind them being like a little bit of like out of touch like old really offensive people um sometimes but like i don't know i i wonder i know Pitch perfect definitely didn't have like a road map um i doubt like I doubt anybody at the end of Pitch Perfect 3 was like, okay, how are the character arcs going to finish? In, in, or is there anybody in Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. 1 was like, oh, how are the character arcs going to end in Pitch Perfect 3? Well, but they like, learn about
3: instruments. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> they go from mashups to original songs to just instruments. So now they're, it's finally a battle of the bands with bands. And then
0: John Lithgow <laughs> has an Australian accent. That's the big payoff <laughs> of all the questions about the Fat big Amy deal. we've all, always had. <laughs> <laughs> exactly and like i'm really sad that
1: those like the two host characters like i wish they got like an arc or something but like they're mm-hmm. pretty much the same characters in every movie
2: yeah
1: and like when your entire when the entire purpose of a character is to like be funny and just some of it doesn't land it sucks because there's nothing else to fall back yeah on.
2: i mean they do kind of have an arc in that they get increasingly low budget because in the first one they're on tv in the second one they're on the radio and the third they're recording a podcast yeah so yeah i guess that's I- a comedic arc, uh, <laughs> I wish, but I don't yeah. even know.
1: I wish they had like a character, like a character relationship um, similar. Who's like the mean? Who's like the mean but has a heart of gold? Doctor from Scrubs, Kenny.
0: Oh, jo- oh, John McGinley, uh, like Doctor Cox.
1: Yeah, I wish that. He- I wish that. Um... I wish that they had a relationship like more like that with like the band where it's like ah we rib you a little bit but like at the end of the day like we clearly love what you're doing we've been covering you guys for three movies
3: yeah i'll say i oh, get
0: yeah, that but uh, also like i think a lot of their lines like yeah not all of them land but then the ones that are like funny are like really fu- funny like the thing where it's like yeah this is the most significant conflict between america and germany like ever and then she's like <laughs> Crack a book, John. Just
2: <laughs> it's I think their interplay um I think is probably like it's really good. Like they do have a really great comedic chemistry with each other.
0: Elizabeth Banks was uh, uh, also busy directing this film. Yeah. She is the only uh, best uh, kiss nominee to direct a movie on this list.
2: Oh, good job. Wait a minute. Wait, she wasn't Zach Brown. Oh wait. Oh, she was nomi- she was nominated separately from it. Yeah. No, she.
0: Yeah. Also, she was nominated for Invincible. Um. Way back. Yeah. But also. Oh wait, the Wayans. Zach, wait. Zach Wayans directed. Zach Braff. Okay. Zach Braff, the
1: Wayans brother. Yeah. There's a couple. Fine. I like jumped the gun a little. But <laughs>
0: it's all good. Well, did you know Angelina um, Jolie that's... also directed? It's yeah. James Franco, Pitch. I think. <laughs> no, yeah. not James
1: you were, Franco. You maybe, were very Rogan's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is, yeah. It's. One of of the few ones, and and it's especially unique because they didn't cast themselves in a movie to give themselves a kiss.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: (laughs) What did we all think of uh, Evan Hansen making another appearance?
2: Um,
1: I...
0: I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) I think it... it,
3: His character is fine
0: in the first movie when he has, like, an arc, and then then this one is just like, oh, we need... Haley Steinfeld needs even more to do what can... Can it It's yes.
2: like oh, like *Chicken Romance* Ben. And it's still it it like, I don't. They're probably what like, they're not that far apart. But like Ben Platt just looks k- kind of looks older, and Haley Steinfeld who is like eighteen in the movie and then looks 18, like, I I don't know. I, it's not as nearly as bad as it <laughs> would <it> eventually become in dear Van Hansen*, where it's someone who looks like a teenager and him looking like he's forty five, um, but. I don't know. It's just him and then him. It's like... It has enough of kind of the nice guy energy that it just uh, did not play for me.
3: Yeah.
1: um, To put on my, like, director's cap, um, I would, uh... (laughs) The one joke where, like, (laughs) we're gonna blow up the Lincoln Memorial... (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would have had that been like a two-part joke where, um... She points it out like, you know what I'm talking about? Where he's like painting the bus on the side and it just says we are going to blow up the Lincoln Memorial and it's supposed to be blow up at, um, I would have had it like later. Uh, there's like a cop talking to him in like a, in like an establishing shot next to the bus. <laughs> um, cause like that was really, it was yeah. really funny, but like I, that's where I would have taken it
2: after that. Yeah. I don't, it just felt like too much. Like it didn't, yeah. the movie didn't need another subplot.
1: Yeah, the, the problem that, like, that, that plagues Pitch Perfect movies is that there's just, there's way too many characters. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and, like, it's it, 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 instead of, like...
2: Especially, well, like, um, I, I kind of have refused to learn the name of uh, Anna Kendrick's character's boyfriend. Um... But he shows up for like two scenes and then I don't think appears again in the entire movie. I may be wrong. No. He's <laughs> but, like
1: he's like in background shots. But yeah, I think he has like two scenes where he talks and then every yes. other time he's just
2: like there. He's like yeah, next after to he Ben drops her off, but Yeah, after he drops her off, I don't think he speaks again the entire movie, but he's just kind of in the background. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, like, Pitch Perfect movies, and, like, I'll need to watch, like, one in three, so see if this, um, this critique is something that plays the entire series. But, like, this movie definitely has the problem where, like, it wants to have, like, five sort of half-assed arcs instead of, like, three or two, like, and then focus in on them and make them real good, you know? <laughs> like, we need, like, every character needs to have, like, a love interest. Well, not every character, but, like, instead they have, like, they're so spread out. They just need to, like, hone in on a couple, you know?
2: Yeah, it both wants to give attention to everything, but then, like, almost refuses to give, like, some stuff the attention that it needs to actually be effective. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, with Anna Kendrick gaining a new love interest in the third movie, and it...
0: Um, um, when oh, they yeah. should have just like pulled the trigger on her and Brittany snow like we yes clearly okay
2: can we now we can get into this <laughs> into this <laughs> where i uh <laughs> back in my tumblr days wrote um probably two thousand words about um the queer baiting in this series um <laughs> 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 uh, because it just got so egregious by the third movie um like, the first one, I can understand them. Like, you know, lots of movies of this kind, then, like, they, like, the development and, like, focus on a, like, two female characters relationship um, is kind of the central focus of the movie. Like, I think of, like, Bring It On or Bend It Like Beckham, um, for instance, or two other movies in the same kind of vein. Um, where, like, the central focus of the movie is on two female characters like, two women's relationship or two girls' relationship. Um, but then there's just, like, an extraneous love interest. And usually most of the time, the, like, main arc of one of the female characters is, like, based around their relationship with the other female character. And then they kind of repeat that same arc in miniature in their relationship. And it's just completely extraneous. And so it just kind of leads to people being like, well, why didn't she just... Why wasn't the relationship part of the main arc? But then most movies don't then have a sequel where the character repeatedly shows, like, a romantic or sexual interest in another woman and then, like, have a third movie that's, like, has major marketing based around the relationship that they've, uh, like, hint- started hinting at and, like, uh, like actively baiting people into thinking that maybe it'll happen this time.
0: Yeah, didn't you tell me a couple weeks <laughs> ago that they had filmed a kiss for three
2: Oh, well, it's, they, so Anna Kendrick kind of, it's kind of a comedic kiss, but Anna Kendrick basically, like, um, on her own, like, just ended up kissing, uh, Brittany Snow pretty passionately, um, while they were filming one of the, like, ending scenes of the movie, um, mostly just to have it recorded, because, like, everyone on the cast, um, and crew, like, knew about this relationship that people wanted, um, like, um, Rebel Wilson referenced it in a few interviews and that kind of thing. So it's not like an actual alternate ending or anything, but it is like um, her basically being like I know that, like the director was against it and whatever, but so she like kind of forced um, them to record it by messing up another take.
0: Okay. But yeah, it, it this definitely mm-hmm. is a thing where like the kind of rel- the subtext just gets more and more egregious with each film until eventually it's like okay, by the third one it's like Really? We're really just going to introduce more boys for them? like it's
2: a... Yeah. Yeah. And there's that, like, I think it was, like, a Snapchat ad where they, like, almost go in for a kiss and then, like, swipe up for more and then it's the trailer for the movie. um, uh, Like, that kind of thing. Where it's, like, they knew that they were, like, targeting this movie to people who wanted to see them get in a relationship, knowing that they were never going to do it.
0: Yeah, which is pretty yeah. shitty to do, um... <laughs>
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, in, like, in this one, it's, like, kind of, it's a joke, like, a running joke about uh, Anna Kendrick, or about uh, Becca's, like, romantic or se- and sexual interest in uh, Commissar, um, about her, like, constantly talking about how pretty and attractive she is. Yeah, and, uh, like, it's a
0: solid, yeah, and it's a yeah. solid bit, especially because, like, it's always Couch and her trying to insult her, and it always yes, just exactly. back to that, but, like, it's
2: like in the movie itself it would be fine it's just within the wider context of um like the movie and the culture of like teasing but never actually executing um those like uh lesbian romantic relationships then it becomes like I uh become something that I don't like even if like on the in the movie itself without context in a vacuum then it is funny yeah for sure yeah
1: yeah and like Yeah, one other problem that, like, I kind of have with, like, the characters in this movie is that, like, a lot of them are literally there to be, like, this is, they're
2: just, like, the joke, and then that's it. Yeah. Like, they feel like, like, um. It's less of a problem even in this one. Like, Cynthia Rose in the first one basically exists to be, like, a predatory lesbian. Like, she, like, that is kind of the joke of her character in a lot of ways is that it, like, both is, like, well, she's not, but then she acts like one at the same time
1: yeah no exactly and like i i want to like think on this longer because like i feel like there's like a better example but like i don't know if if like even if you have a character like that they should still feel like they like exist when they're not on screen Mm -hmm. if that makes sense like i feel like in community like shows like community even like the side characters that are goofing like they like. They seem like they live lives and like they actually yeah. like exist when like they're not there to tell their joke. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. There's
2: like, like some some off screen. yeah, like Garrett or Starburns or whoever have yeah, some ex- yeah off screen relationship. Like the fact that I can still remember those characters.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, a good example of this is this film was written by Kay Cannon, who went on to direct Blockers, a movie Ben and I yeah, both that's love. That's another and, good one. <laughs> you yeah, as well. And, like, Blockers is a film that, again, similarly has, like, six main characters and several important side characters, and all of them feel, like, fleshed, like, fleshed out enough, yeah. and I think with, like, just kind of one, with, like, one or two exceptions, like, most of the side ones, you do get a sense where, you're like, okay, they have, like, an inner life, like, they have the disposable, mm-hmm. like, boyfriend types like chat up a bit and then was like oh yeah you, you were like in the play play this year right like what was that like and like you just have a conversation and you're like oh these feel like people like it's
3: yeah
2: exactly yeah, yeah. and it also and... has like um an actual queer romance in the movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly
1: yeah and like and listen i i don't mind if pitch perfect wants to have like cardboard cutout characters but like then I need, like, I need at least half, I need more than I have. I need 70% of the movie to be, like, David Cross's secret underground a cappella tournament. <laughs> like, that That's is the movie when so it's at its absolute best. Yes. And, like, the Green Bay Packers are there. <laughs> like,
0: it's so good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I cried laughing this time. I knew, it. I've seen this movie I I can't remember how many times. At least a few different times. But I like ended up crying laughing when it was like the Green Bay Packers.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just also- the actual
2: real life human beings are on the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. And like oh
1: and this is like this is another like good um this is like kinda nice, is like I feel like um I like that uh that bumper is now on that like that sort of older guy's team from the first movie. I feel like yeah. that's like that's like a neat touch that, like you know, it shows like a little bit of like th- th- like a little bit of cohesion between the last two movies, which is really mm-hmm. nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say the riff off scene is really good, and it's one of those ones like sometimes in sequels like like this where the first film has something like is that that everyone you know the big popular scene like the riff off. I think sometimes the sequels feel the need to like top it, and they fail fail at that. Um, a good example is. Anchorman has the famous anchor fight, and then the one, and then the Anchorman two, two also like has a cr- even bigger, crazier fight, and it's still good. But at a certain point, you got to sense where, like, okay, they're just trying to top what they did so well in Anchorman one. Yeah, but,
1: exactly. Yeah. Like, and yeah, less is a little bit more, honestly. But but one. here it works all partly because three...
0: the Green Bay Packers are there. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they should have been in the Anchorman fight,
0: <laughs> and because David Cross is there. Cre- credited wikipedia says as sir Willoughby bright more <laughs> just, just, oh my oh what it, oh
1: my gosh he, oh he said something so funny before he rang the gong once he just he said something that was just oh it was so off the wall hilarious he like he it was just he said something like he was speaking very softly and like pointing away from somebody he's like well hmm, like you're going to die now and then he rang the gong
2: caught a glimpse of an angel i got inspired way out you're going to hell
3: because Troublemakers, you're you
2: It was something <laughs> like that. And it just threw me off so much. It was so funny. I think then the third one also does a good job because then the game becomes that the other people performing aren't following the rules, like the strict rules that they have set up. So it's like, um, yeah, I think it does a good job of continuing it on. And then, it, of course, like it adds instruments. Um I don't know. I I like that performance a lot as well.
0: Yeah, the third one also has a good
3: bit
2: where they're like, why do we keep doing these? We're not good at them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah. And then, um, do we want to move on to The Kiss?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably talking about The Kiss, so.
2: Yeah.
0: It's solid. Like, it's
2: it's a solid it is a solid kiss um yeah. which they then repeat at the ceremony more or less
1: yeah um i think it i think it would have been improved if there was like there was no backing track it was just like her friends just doing like the back, like what they've been doing with the whole point of the movie the franchise <laughs> is um <laughs> but i guess they didn't know that like Five years later, there's going to be a podcast centered around this very scene, so I guess that's fine. Um, yeah, and it is, it is like one of those things where, um, like, it's one of those like I feel like they would I feel like um, like the Rebel Wilson, Adam Devine, I feel like that that would have been like a cool uh, subplot. I wish that they spent a little more time on because it seemed pretty neat. Yeah, um, but it's yeah, it it's is one of those kind of where
2: reliant on. Like oh,
3: yeah.
2: either them actually having chemistry or the comedy of them not having this chemistry, <laughs> and I'm not—I don't exactly know which, um, <laughs> or a combination yeah. of both. Um, no. And I mean, it works fine enough, but it's not—I mean, it's good.
3: Yeah,
1: it's—it's it's one of those things where I feel like it is, it is, it is part sweet, part comedic, and I feel like those. It, it, it weirdly works for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think the romance works because the films, like, do not really treat it that seriously. Like, even, like, even this one, like, it's a whole big scene, but, like, it's played for, yeah, you know, played for laughs and just kind of the weird flirting with them. I think it's, like, a good use of Rebel Wilson's, like, kind of just... Yeah. R- ...ryness and just her ability Oh, like, yeah. To say ...the most ridiculous things, like, in a way, it just sounds normal, and you're like, oh, it's...
2: Yeah. yeah, I think so.
1: I have not know. Like, pretty... Like, good kiss. Pretty good movie. Uh, it's got pentatonic, so that's great. Oh, yeah. Um, I, well, I always
0: except
2: they're playing Team they Canada, Canada the and they're not
0: like Canadians. <laughs>
2: uh, but, um... Yeah, they're all from... A... Or at least the main three are from Texas. Yeah.
1: Yeah. In the scene, got... where they're all... What song were they singing? I'm trying to remember.
2: Because, like... Uh, it's, it's like all the different... all the groups sing the same song, which I always yeah. find that weird because it's the same thing. Uh, to yeah. a, I mean, I guess to a lesser extent with the um, the audition song. Uh, yeah.
3: the anyway Any way you want it. Gone. it. It also oh. like, it also it
1: implies that like the, all of the bands all played the same song for the entire day.
2: That's what the time yeah. spent. I don't know. Implies. Like I mean, I it's <laughs> it has like cool. I assume it's like like non diegetic but it's weird yeah. because it's the only song that isn't diegetic in the movie.
3: Like that's yeah. the only song
2: that's like representational. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Like, assumingly, like there was other stuff, but who else is?
1: <laughs> My personal canon is that every single other acapella group came on, saying the same song until it was dark out. There's, I mean, there's a,
2: um, yeah, I mean, there's this. Um, so the, 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 this is a way off tangent thing, but, um, Scottoon Network, um, Jer who is like the, the person that runs it, then they were talking about this time that they were at like a, a local punk show and uh, like every single band except for one ended up playing uh, Damn It by Blink-182 um, at the same day, like five different bands uh, ended up playing the song <laughs> during the same like day. Um, so I feel like it's possible in some universe. Yeah, there we go
0: pitch perfect too i think the last thing i'm gonna say is i remember seeing this film in theaters the week after i saw mad max fury road and mad max fury road i saw it with like two of my two of my friends and we came out of that one i'm like wow that was incredible and they're like eh, it was kind of overhyped huh i'm like what are you talking about and then we had an argument <laughs> about that but then but but you know we had fun so like we're like well could we do this again next week? What's playing? And they were like, oh, Pitch Perfect 2, and then one of my friends is like, nope, yeah, I'm I don't think I'd enjoy enjoy that, but you two have fun. So, me and, like, my well, other friend saw Pitch Perfect 2 together, and we came out, and we both had a great time with it. He's like, yeah, that was way better than Fury Road. And <laughs> <laughs> so for, like, yeah. <laughs> So every time, like I like see this movie now, like that's always in my head, where I'm like, right, I do have a friend who thinks this is a better film than Mad Max: Fury Road, one of the definitive blockbusters of the decade. And you know what? Like, good for him. Like it's.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Anybody else have any closing words on Pitch Perfect Two?
2: Um, uh, just that. Um, I will probably end up seeing this movie. Uh, more than most other movies over the rest of my life, because I am in some way deeply connected to this franchise. Even if I have so much to say to criticize it. Yeah.
1: That listen, the the things you enjoy the most should be the things you're the most critical of. You know. Yeah. See also Glee. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Thank
0: God. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, I think we can move on to Trainwreck, um, a movie that I, for whatever reason, just find. Kind of boring. Like it's,
1: it's yeah. Yeah, it's, um, you get to see John Cena's ass. Um, <laughs> it's it's so
2: funny. Um, I think, um, I think Bill Hader is doing great work, and I um, yeah.
0: Bill Hader is like, uh, uh, I love I love Bill Hader. He, he is he's kind of like one of the I think greatest Saturday Night Live cast members of all time. It's mm-hmm. he is capable of being, like, hysterical and then, so, like, I think he is doing gr- good work, but is like, or really good work, but it is something where you're like, oh, yeah, he's kind of being, just, a lot of the times it just feels like he's the straight man and not even in, like, the way he's good at, where he's still just, like, really funny. You're like, oh. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of pieces that work. It just, um, ends up kind of being like I, yeah. it's kind of was pitched as like subversive like a subversive rom-com like a reversed rom-com like where it's the girl who's like needs to change um, to be in the relationship
1: but I don't know it just doesn't yeah, ever we, we've already seen the Bridget Jones diaries okay <laughs> 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 yeah I think Trainwreck could have been an incredibly like a great i would say a great like 90 minute movie um like i say that quite a bit i think it's super true like um
2: well i think that's like, also the criticism that has plagued every judd apatow movie since he like became like a hit maker
0: yeah judd apatow love like likes to make him long and i don't know I tell people, I'm like, oh, King of and Island could have lost 40 minutes, and my friends are like, no, no, that's great all the way through. Like, it's, I'm like...
1: Yeah, I think, I think with like, yeah, with comedies especially, like, like, there's always like, there's always some, some fat you can trim, you know? Like, there's always like, things can always be like, a little cleaner and like, a little like, better with that. Um, yeah, it's like, I don't know, um, man, we talked about blockers earlier. Like I love seeing John Cena in movies. Like he's like a genuinely fun guy to watch. He's um, really
2: funny. He's just like, yeah. he has very, he, he commits. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if you've, uh, probably not, but total Bella's, um, he was on the first couple seasons of that. Um, cause he was with, um, Nikki Bella. Um, it's like the reality show. Um, and he kind of comes across very um, robotic, almost, like, insane to the amount that he is, like, controlled. Like, I assume he's playing it up for the camera, but, like, the amount of, like, work that he does, like, all the time, then I, I it's insane. Like, just the dedication that he has to, like, being perfect const- constantly at everything he does is uh, both scary and admirable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it's definitely good to like uh, when I'm always happy when John Cena shows up I'll say of like the two 2015 comedy films he was in, I, I think he's a bit funnier in Sisters where he plays a character who's literally named Pazuzu Just <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, like, he's oh, put, man. But it's gonna see him in this, and unlike other big, like, wrestler-turned-movie star, like, The Rock, I think John Cena's one who, like, he's never afraid to make himself the butt of the joke.
2: Like... Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, listen, I'm not saying I would love to see John Cena as the Tooth Fairy. I'm just saying he would probably have done a little better job. Um... <laughs>
0: <laughs> tooth
2: Fairy Free with John Cena. <laughs> like, <it's>... Uh... <laughs> After, oh god, I forgot that Tooth Fairy 2 existed and that I've seen that. Isn't movie. it Larry the Cable Guy? Like, just <laughs> is, the, uh, the, cable the king guy. of doing, like, articles? The... Like, <laughs> yes, like Jingle All the Way Too? Yeah.
0: <laughs> the king of following up the most macho men, where it's like, who else do we have? Larry the Cable Guy?
2: Like, it's. Yeah, they're just. <laughs>
0: Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't bags, do like, I Mater. In here still. <laughs> yeah,
2: I Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't do Mater, but Larry the Cable Guy could do the Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> the new... Oh, God, that's the next Terminator. Oh,
3: God. Be oh,
0: good. man. Like, it's, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, like, this movie, um... This movie's got, like, pretty fun, uh side characters we get to see um uh Ezra Miller return um as like a very like small but pretty funny role um yeah like it's man it's really strange because like I like this movie is just kind of boring it's pretty funny but it's like it's like throw on in the background while you're doing schoolwork like funny it's like put on putting on like a season of uh, like a new season of family guy on in the background kind of funny
2: like yeah i think i think what you're saying is that like if it was 90 minutes then it could kind of yeah be a more focused viewing and it could be more tight and more um yeah. like consistent like there wouldn't be any lulls at 90 minutes yeah, like there are at exactly
1: two hours. and you, yeah just make it a little bit tighter like i feel like there's like a lot of there's a lot of like external stuff that could be like toned down. Like I think you would. I'm trying to think. I want to make sure that you know I'm not sullying, like the the train wreck plot analyzers out there. Um, but I think you could probably cut out all of the father stuff and like nothing would be lost.
0: I mean, um, I, I mean, I like the stuff with her dad. Though I'm also like a sucker yeah. for dad, dad yeah. stuff and. Like, the part where, like, she and her sister, like, her fighting, I think, has some juice to it, but it's...
1: Yeah. 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 It is upsetting when, like, I, I... Usually when I walk away from these comedies, there's usually, like, one joke that is, like, stuck with me throughout the whole thing. But unfortunately, I don't think there's one for this. I'm trying to think of, like, one joke that was just so... Mind bogglingly funny that, like, I it persevered in my brain throughout. I think I saw these all like a week ago.
0: Yeah, it's just um, kind of like blandly pleasant. Like, LeBron James, yeah. I remember, like, people were like, crazy over his appearance in that one. They're like, wow, LeBron James really can't can act. Any Space Jam <laughs> 2 of him would be terrific. Like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a good, like, supporting performance. <laughs> like, yeah, <he's>, he has. <laughs> Like you know, he's charismatic enough.
1: Yeah, um, I I think yeah he's like this movie
2: is serviceable. Like that's what it is. <laughs> I mean that's also LeBron James's performance in this movie. Exactly, is like it's a movie like, that it, like it's, ser- yeah.
0: it's a movie where it's like all oh, right, Amy Schumer was just like the top of comedy for a minute there, like and yeah yeah and I don't know like I. I didn't watch a lot of Inside Amy Schumer. I watched the that episode that's like a 12 Angry Men spoof where it's like 12 guys trying to determine if Amy Schumer is like funny or hot or something like that. Like it's, it was really good, but...
3: Yeah,
2: I saw... I saw whatever clips were on uh, like Snapchat or whatever. Because uh, when I was in high school, I was very much into the... Uh, like, the Snapchat Comedy Central thing, like, where you can watch, like, the clips from their TV shows or whatever. So I remember those, but that's it. I've never seen anything else from her.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, the 12 Angry the- Men parody was they were trying to determine if she's hot enough to be on TV. And it has, like, Jeff Goldblum and Paul Giamatti and stuff in it. It's, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's, but it's something where, like, it's... And I remember this was supposed to be her big film, and a lot of like, the reviews were like, wow, she can really do do this stuff. And then I watch it, I'm like, eh, I can see why like she hasn't done... A, I mean, well, there's a lot of reasons why she hasn't done a ton of films after
2: this, but... Yeah, she has, like, the one with Goldie Hawn that yeah. I don't remember the name of. And then she's got I Feel Pretty, um, which I remember as kind of... which to my brain is like the Armageddon to um, Isn't It Romantic's deep impact, or the other way around, rather. Um, oh. Hmm, that's... Like words. Yeah. That's, I mean, I, I think,
0: like, I haven't seen I Feel Pretty, but, like, uh, I think premise-wise they're, like, are pretty different in that, like, Isn't It Romantic as she's literally waking up in, like, a rom-com type world, and then...
2: Yeah, that's true. I guess it's more, I Feel Pretty is more like, uh, like, inverted, uh, Shallow Hal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can only, re- I haven't seen the movie, I can only talk about it in relation to other comedies. And <laughs> have you heard of the movie Shallow Hal?
1: I have not, I've heard that name, but I have not heard the movie. Or really know what the movie's about at all.
0: It, it has an insane po- poster there, but yeah, it's... Basically, it's a movie where Jack Black falls in love with a 300-pound woman because of, like, her inner beauty. And then, so, he sees her as, like, Gwyneth Paltrow. It's, I've never seen it, but it just sounds really was, bad.
2: Yeah, he's, like, um, <laughs> cursed, I think. Uh, no, he's hypnotized by Tony Robbins, uh, who plays himself, <laughs> into only seeing people's inner beauty. Um, oh, all right, so um, I'm
0: it's a poster and not words.
3: <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I, it's a yeah, Fairly Brothers two thousands two thousands Fairly Brothers movie. In the
0: director, there's something about Mary and Osmosis Jones live action scenes and, Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that makes
2: sense. Stuck stuck with you. I mean, I guess that's afterwards. Yeah. The biggest
0: love story ever told is the tagline for this. God, Oof, that's yeah.
3: maybe it's that's a, a lot. great
1: movie. Maybe it's actually a wonderful movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm willing to stick my neck out for for shallow how. Wow. Uh, wow. yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, then you have see, to watch yeah. it over hi- hiatus and give us like a report on the next episode. <laughs> I will.
1: <laughs> I'll give you guys a report on it. Yeah. Train
2: wreck also. Uh, interesting uh, yeah, or surprising uh, with Method Man being in the movie.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
2: yeah. got like a lot of
1: cameos. It's, it's like one Daniel of Daniel Radcliffe sort of is there.
0: Like, it's... Yeah.
1: yeah. It's, oh, I, I really like those movie. jokes of like the fake dog movie. <laughs> like,
2: yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, the fake burn movies Notice. in Don. Not burn, Notice, uh, burn after reading. Oh yeah. yeah. With the, the movie, the romantic comedy that they go see I mean, not only in that um, I do like a good uh, Fake movie within a movie That seems <laughs> like It could possibly exist in some version of the world
1: mm-hmm. Yeah Oh yeah, um, Ben
2: loves Don
1: John so like... I love it <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, like Oh yeah, god,
2: like... I just remembered the ones in Don John Yes <laughs> <laughs> They're so good,
1: I
0: want to see both of them <laughs>
1: one yeah. of them just looked like devout
0: tilda swinton is in this movie so against type when i found out who was playing that character i
2: was like wait really like it's oh yeah <laughs> i forgot i yeah. forgot because it
3: yeah. it
2: doesn't feel like tilda swinton
0: yeah, it's just playing uh, like the like meme boss it's like oh yeah
1: that's i think that's an area where like i don't think i found almost any of that funny except for like maybe like some of the lines from like the co-workers um yeah like this movie has like a like it's 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 one of those things where like i can i can be like okay if like a comedy has like a bit of a shaky plot and like i can be okay with like a I can be okay with like a comedy that's like drops some of the jokes but has like a really good has really good like high points in like it's uh it's like emotional beats And this movie just kind of falters on both for me, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Because, like,
2: like I did... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to agree with you. But, yeah, go on.
1: Yeah, like, the reincorporation of Uptown Girl is, like, it's just done really lazily and, like, has no impact on the end. Like, I forgot that that was a song he used. Because it only came up, like, two other times that were, like, really close to each other near the middle. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah... Yeah, this The
3: but kiss the is kiss... pretty good
1: though. The like... kiss is good. I was yeah, I was about to lead into that. Like the kiss yeah. is really really good though. And it's like it's a pretty okayly nice scene. It's just yeah, this movie it stinks cuz there are hilarious jokes. Um there's like a joke where like they're in they're in like a subway um Amy Schumer's like in the subway and it like stops and she goes, "Oh my gosh, what's wrong?" And um and Leslie Joan is there and just goes, "Oh, you see like there's actually three bars above um like when when two of them disconnected like go it like turns off." And she was like, "Really?" And she's like, "Of course I don't fucking know what's wrong with it." <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's really good. Like this movie definitely throw on this movie in the background of doing other stuff
0: yeah yeah do we have anything else to say about the kiss it's an
2: um uh, it's a good kiss I mean it's a good like it you know um it's like um I can't I'm trying I'm trying to think of the it's cathartic like it pays off
0: mm-hmm. it's yet another kiss where there's a big crowd of people watching <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and it's um Yeah, it's during, like, a... We're talking about the ending kiss, right?
2: Yeah, that's the one. I mean, at least in this one, um, the crowd of people watching aren't uh, (laughs) aren't people at the Anne Frank (laughs) Memorial. Oh, yeah.
0: uh, I mean... (laughs) The most egregious one is still the kiss at the end of Speed, where they're like where kissing on the bus, second. and then people climb onto the bus, and are like, yeah, or, well, it's not the bus, it's like the streets of Los Angeles, or whatever, just.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I, I like it, it's good enough. Yeah, yeah,
1: definitely, uh, definitely not a train wreck.
0: <laughs> yeah, so.
2: You could th- say a lot of things about the movie Trainwreck, but a train wreck, it is not
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well with that I think we can get to um Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh boy. That's oh not... man.
1: Um yeah. this movie is has lines like I uh, so last week I think we we pointed out that there was a bit a little bit of like homogeneity um in that it was two Marvel movies, two comedies Um, and then, like, The Fault in Our Stars, so, like, it was a bit, like, this year had, I think, like, four of the six were, like, comedies, and I think you could almost classify all of them as raunchy comedies, too. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: Um. Yeah, they're different
1: degrees, for sure. Yeah, and, like, Fifty Shades of Grey is, like, is one layer of self-awareness away from being another raunchy comedy yes i I agree (laughs) there are so many lines in this that just had me in stitches like i don't make love i fuck that was the
2: like that was so funny and i know it wasn't meant to be (laughs) well i think that there's like there's a like so behind the scenes there during the entire movie there's a big fight happening essentially between Um, the director sam taylor johnson and kelly marcel the screenwriter versus um el james like the original author over like the direction of the movie oh i love Um, that (laughs) that makes sense Because el james basically didn't want any textual changes at all um but uh sam taylor johnson and kelly marcel really wanted to like not make this very obviously an abusive relationship <laughs> with a sociopath <laughs> and which is romanticized so there's like they fight it they fought like to try and change a lot of it which is you know there's stuff in here that is kind of a lightened version of what's in the book and I think that um trying to make it a little bit camp is part of that um because that's yeah. also something that the first twilight movie does um mm. is it heightens the heightens the uh like the reality, um, to try to make it more, uh, to make it less like this is an actual human being who's stalking someone to like, this is like not the same reality that we live in. I don't think it works as well because I don't think, I think Catherine Hardwick had a little bit more wiggle room, um, with Twilight than this does. And obviously, I mean, I'm also connecting them because 50 shades is, was originally a Twilight fic. Yeah. Uh, a Twilight fan fiction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Which definitely comes across hmm. when you, like, know that in how the characters are, like, presented. or like, oh,
3: yeah, yeah I, I can.
0: It's like... Oh, so go on. Where it's like, oh, yeah, I, I can see how this, like, is kind of Edward if he was the business guy. and Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and like... His big secret was he was into BDSM. Oh,
2: yes, instead yeah. of a vampire. Wait, <laughs> I,
0: thought, I thought his
1: big secret was that he was, like, statutorily raped. And they say that, but like, a f- like is... two dates in, and then she's, and then, like, and, and, and it's then she's ignored. Like, yeah, and then she's, like, questioning, like, oh, my gosh, why is this guy so messed up? Like, what could the possible reason be why this guy is so messed up? And it's, like, you can't, like, extrapolate the thing he and told thing you is, on is your that... second date. <laughs> like, it's,
2: it's... It is a mess. Well, and the thing is, is, so, like, the sequels, basically, so Sam Taylor-Johnson and Kelly Marcel are like basically kicked off of the sequels. Um, And and it's becomes it's direct. The sequels are directed by um, James Foley. uh, And like her husband uh, like comes in as a producer, like they are very much more uh, like she has much more of an authorial hand E.L. James does on the sequels. So all of like, It never even really resolves any of his problems, like any of his, like, um, psychological issues. Like, the only things that end up getting resolved are, like, the physical problems in a way, not the psychological
1: ones. It's so, like, I'll give this movie, like, one thing. By, like, the end, I wanted to see more. And I'm not sure if it's, like, because it's a good movie or because this movie, like, nothing happens. (laughs) <laughs> like, it,
2: I well, I, I can tell I th- you the sequels will not help with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I think my third note, uh, no, I think it's yeah, it's my fifth note down is like, is this movie just BDSM all the way down? Yeah, <laughs> and it kind
2: of is. Um, like, there's a yeah, scene. There's like a well, scene, I mean, that's also yeah. um, part of it being a Twilight fic is that like nothing really happens in Twilight until the very end until everything happens yes exactly imprinting civil war well i mean even i was thinking even more just like the first book where nothing happens until the other vampires show up but this one is like what if twilight ended before or without the other vampires (laughs) what if twilight (laughs) didn't have vampires Oh, i'll say
0: one thing i did think was interesting about this and i had not realized that I do not realize that the ending of the movie is her going, "No, I can't handle this," and just leaving. Like the, that's something yeah. like, that would be like interesting if there wasn't two sequels
2: to this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think I think you could make a case for this being not a romanticization of abusive behavior if there weren't then two sequels where they get back together. because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as it stands, like, then it yeah. definitely feels yeah. like it's like this guy is. I mean, he is Fifty Shades of Fucked Up, as yeah. he says. <laughs> I have that in my notes. I was just about to say and that. He does, that is and awesome. He does use, um, and he does use BDSM as an excuse to hit... Um, uh, what is it? To hurt... Um, what is... I can't... Brown-haired girls that remind him of his mom. I... Um <laughs> As he also explicitly states. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Here's the... Yeah, like... Uh, I don't know. Like... I feel like he's he's being super. Like, I think he's being super responsible. He's laying it all out there. Um, he he makes like co- consent contracts <laughs> that they negotiate over. Those are good scenes.
2: Um, <laughs> I I I think they're good scenes, but it's also bad practice of BDSM. Yeah, and
0: look, like we're this is like a sex positive pod uh, podcast. Like BDSM is something where... like. I, like, you know, as a Lysa choice, it's like, yeah, and I'm pretty sure, like, everyone agrees, like, this is just a bad depiction of it as a practice, yes. right? Like, it's...
2: Yeah, there are there are many um, good breakdowns from, um, you know, I mean, I'm um, adjacent to that community, let's say. But there are good breakdowns from people who are, uh, like, a part of the BDSM community on how this is both a, like, this is basically... Uh, you can tell this is written by someone who read the Wikipedia page for BDSM um, and decided that that sounded kind of hot, um, without ever actually <laughs> it, like researching or knowing anything about how it is actually executed. <laughs> yeah. I'll say oh, I was yeah.
0: also not expecting so much of the film to be about negotiating contracts. I'm like, <laughs> 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 why isn't this just like sex stuff? Like it's... <laughs> Fifty Shades of Stationery.
2: <laughs> it's it is the least it's the I it's weird though, because like I mean the one like vanilla sex scene that they do have I think is really well done. Um But it is um the least sex like it is a very unsexy movie for how much of the focus on the movie was look at come watch this movie with hot steamy sex in it. It's like a porno, but you can watch it in a movie theater. Yeah. Which I feel like it was a lot of the marketing and buzz around the movie. Mm-hmm. And it does deliver
1: in some aspects. Yeah. Um, but there also is like a lot of like um like oh uh, let me uh CC this email to my um to my uh to my accountant to see if the if the seventh um paragraph, you know, um whips and chains addendum is going to pass through. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, But, like, yeah, like, there's a scene where they go up in a plane, like, 15 minutes from the ending. Yeah. Where, like, I'm glad they have that scene, because for me, that scene definitely gave me a chance to go, like, oh, yeah, nothing has happened. Like, like, actually, no plot has happened. They have had sex and then done contracts, and that's Mm. been the whole movie. Yeah. And I, you know what, I, it i'm not surprised i'm not disappointed um this movie delivers i would say (laughs) yeah
2: um i do want to also like i think that like the relationship is like really clearly like if not directly abusive like has so many red flags like christian is constantly isolating anastasia like yeah like um,
1: Showing up at, like, the club, not... like not getting Yeah, to like, he's stalking her, her, like, yeah.
2: he followed her to her work and then to the club. And, like, it's super possessive. Um, like, she's drunk with friends. Like, she has a friend there who is, like, clearly sober, who she lives with. But he still has to go there and control her. Then, like, takes her away from anyone she knows to his um, hotel room. Like, obviously, he doesn't actually do anything. Um, but it's still, like, very clearly a red flag. And then, like, on their, whatever, second date, he flies her... Um, like, a whole state away from anyone that she knows, um, from Portland to Seattle, um, like, so she doesn't, like, she is only there with him, like, she has no one that she can contact, and no one that can help her, um, and she has to go through him to escape, and then, like, he gives her gifts that, like, make her in some way dependent on him, like, the car, or, like, fixing her laptop, where it's, like, these are, I mean, you know, these are gifts to her, but they're also, um, red flags at least for me of like he's giving her things that she is then reliant on him for like things that she needs in her life that he provided so that like makes them like stuck together like i don't think there's anything like textually abusive besides i think like poor bdsm practice but it's just like these are clear red flags that the movie does not recognize as being bad things like the bad things that christian does are the bdsm not the like clearly prelude to abusive relationship stuff
3: Mm mm-hmm
1: Yeah, this, oh man. Yeah, and also, we all... uh, (laughs) Sorry to go on my second, like, (laughs) long-winded rant. No, No, it's all good. We love it.
0: Yeah, this is the thing where I'm like, oh, we got a good guest for this episode who has expertise on this in a way where we don't.
2: These are two movies, I mean, Pitch Perfect and this one, where I have a lot of thoughts on and have written, I mean, not, like, for anything, but just for myself, have written out my thoughts pretty extensively on both of them
1: yeah um oh man but so the kiss i'm assuming we're going with like the one of the first like elevator kisses right
2: yeah i think so it's yeah the what, Actually, what about elevators so, yeah. so then ben, you had found poster. the
0: mtv movie awards unlike the yeah basically on the internet to like watchable so i did watch the ceremony and the like kiss seemed to be like a they seem to be like in a club or an apartment. There was like a poster next to them, or like a. Oh yeah, I think like... that's like that's during the scene
1: wow. where like he gets like his assistant or his friend to like go with her yeah. friend, and they're in like a club.
2: Is that yeah. like, so? Not even the elevator kiss, which yeah, I think' is oh, weirdly like, not an elevator kiss of movie. one. Like oh, that's what well, like because definitely... I think the I think the best kiss of the movie is I mean either the one that like is yeah. the direct prelude to them having sex or the one in the elevator that like gets interrupted. Because yeah, I think that's... that those two show kind of the most like actual connection.
1: That's so weird. That's gonna definitely like knock it down a couple pegs in my ranking. Because I definitely had that in mind um, that it was like that. Those like either one of those kisses would have been great, but like no, that's like that's like one of the worst kisses in like the movie that could exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a straight MTV. Yeah. Swing and a miss.
2: Though, so I also want to say that, like, his idea of, like, this is completely unrelated to this, but just more me thinking about BDSM and, like, you want to see the full extent of BDSM, and then it's spanking. And it's, like, this is the kinkiest thing that you could think of with spanking. Wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I just remember where I'm, like, wait, this is the big finale of the film. This is what makes her go, no, I'm, I'm done with this. Like, so
2: yeah i mean at that point it's like clear like she's just not into vdSM like he <laughs> he's like let me show you how deep it gets <laughs> and that's just like this is like i don't like probably on the most vanilla possible side of uh bdsm that you could go here like there's kinky stuff in the room around you yeah uh but yeah i think that it being that kiss is definitely makes it less this like this yeah. entry less of a contender Mm
1: oh man yeah i i don't have much else to say about it um it's hooked me i might end up watching the other two
3: um (laughs) yeah
2: i mean i definitely um it's a movie that i thought about i ended up um on like uh like two an hour and a half car ride the day after i watched it and talked um almost the entire ride um while i was driving about the movie because (laughs) how much it made me think about
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. um. So, do, do we have everyone's consent to move on to the next film?
1: <laughs> we might need yes. to have several hours of signing papers, but after that, I think we'll be ready.
0: <laughs> also, if that's
1: just
2: not a... Uh, whatever. It's not... How is that legally actionable? It's going to take it to court over this. Well, it's a yeah.
0: contract. You can make anyone <laughs> sign whatever they want in a contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. They'll take it to BDSM court. Imagine being Christian Gray's notary. Just
3: <laughs> oh, he's got another uh, girl. Oh, jeez. Hi,
1: it's gonna be a
2: lot of late nights. <laughs> uh. oh, oh, I, yeah, he's got to be on call twenty four seven to make sure there's, <laughs> there's any violations. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Oh, one
3: yeah, last
0: can... thing. Of, no, before we move. Up. So this film stars Dakota Johnson, who is the daughter of Melanie Griffith, who was the mother in Lolita, for another best kiss <laughs> connection there.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, the the the. Really and who? That we don't <laughs> got
2: like. To... Got <laughs> with Dakota Johnson's father when she was fourteen and he was twenty-three. Oh. With Don okay. Johnson, her relationship is. Uh, uh, just a I whatever the opposite of a fun fact is. <laughs> yeah,
0: yikes! Um, oh,
2: jeez.
3: Well,
1: on that
0: fun <laughs> note, <laughs> sorry I to should... bring that down. <laughs> <laughs> no, and now here's the ending of the movie where we just think about like how, yeah, dark things have gotten. Um, Christian, Anna, yeah. So next we can, I guess, move on to, um, vacation. Hey.
1: Yeah, I would actually yeah. seen this movie before, um, and I didn't remember how much I, like, how much, how funny it was and how much I liked it. Yeah, um, it's very solid. Yeah, I yeah. think, uh, Kenny, we talked about how um, we, we both really like We're the Millers. Um, yeah. And I feel like this movie, for me, is kind of like, I don't know which one's better, honestly, but I know for a fact that, like, I, uh, I don't know. I feel like every member of the family gets, like, a good... Like, it's enough to do, you know? Whereas in, like, We're the Millers, like, I feel like not every member gets to, like, equal equal footing to, like, tell jokes.
0: The thing about We're the Millers is, it it ultimately, like, as I, I said, when I, like, do, like, that movie, and one of my issues with it is, like, it has to go to, oh, no, they they are going to become a real family. Like, it, it feels obliged to be kind of nice. Whereas this is just, like... This is one of the most meanest, like (laughs) mainstream comedies I have seen. Like, just mean spirited, like
2: from beginning
0: to end. Just, just,
2: I mean, the entire like the the payoff of the Norman Reedus character being that yes, he actually is a pedophile is insane. Oh, it's so good. And like
1: side tangent, um, I started playing Death Stranding. Because I saw Norman Reedus in this um, Also Warning to everyone out there That gets the director's cut Of um Death Stranding They, they edited out the monster energy drinks So don't I like, was gonna
0: make a joke that this was what you were going to say And then you said it
1: <laughs> But like Do not play the director's cut I don't know what they added but it's not worth it
0: Apparently Don't forget the mon- what they took from you apparently they also took the monster stuff out of the like regular cut of the game i was just listening to like a podcast on this but like yeah
2: yeah it was what so it was like a limited time um, i think it's just just like like licensing licensing deal expired or something how could you (laughs) not have an in perpetuity licensing agreement it's (laughs) it's it's like like really
0: short-sighted
2: also like what monster just let it go
1: Norman Reedus is cracking like five of those a mission like just let him do it. This is like
2: this is at like I do not understand this uh, On either side why they didn't secure it in, in perpetuity deal and why they didn't allow them to keep using it Like it's not like they're making a new death stranding. No, it's, it's like it's the, the, the first same and game. last
1: strand type game So far at least uh, but that's my little Norman Reedus side tangent. Um, he's also um, a character in Hell of a Boss, which was really weird. <laughs> he plays really? like a cowboy.
0: That's... Really? That's wild. Yeah. They, got, they got Norman they they Reedus. Nor- he's, he's making the, AMC money.
1: <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest pull I've ever seen. And he does a great job.
2: Well, like Norman Reedus. Yeah. You're just trying he's to just make make like, me watch more Yeah, I feel like Norman Reedus is just one of those actors where, like, you can just give him a role and he'll just do the best possible version of that role.
1: Yeah. Oh, and I love, I love when this episode goes up. Um, there's like a really funny picture of like Norman Reedus wearing like nothing but like a like a, um, an apron and lighting a cigarette, <laughs> and the apron just says "fuck" on it. It's one of my favorite pictures, and I'm glad I get to share it with the world. Nice. Uh, But sorry we got sidetracked from a character who's in the movie, like, for, like, one scene.
0: So, yeah, this film is a legacy sequel to, like, Vacation, but unlike the Ghostbusters film, it doesn't... I mean, it gets, like, some of the original cast back, but the thing about the Vacation films is... A different kid plays, like, the character of Rusty in each movie. I'll
2: yeah, like Rusty and Audrey are both recast in every movie.
0: Yeah. It's like Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo are, like, the kind of ones they bring back for that. But, like, it's not like they're like, oh, yeah, we tracked down the original Rusty. Even though, like, Johnny Galecki, I'm sure you could have pulled him away from, like, Big Bang Theory to, like, do it. Or
3: mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I think, you, it, I, think right. I you could have done Johnny Galecki and juliette lewis like what else was juliette lewis doing in 2015
0: oh yeah Ju- yeah juliette lewis one of our like original nominees for this like best award.
2: oh right because it the first one had her and robert de niro right
0: yeah that was a fun episode <laughs> 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 to do
2: fun,
1: like
0: in the start
1: these <laughs> <laughs> are um. bringing up all the most problem this is our most problematic episode <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, But I, yeah, um, I think um, uh, Ed Helms and Christina uh, do, like, a really, really good job, I feel, though.
0: Yeah, Ed Helms is someone who I think can be, like, hit or miss. He has stuff he's, like, really good
2: at. And I think this
0: film leans into those tendencies, mainly his, like, obliviousness. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think his, his oblivious upbeatness, like... Like a street man, not through being above it all, but through not having any idea yeah. that he oh, isn't like
1: the, the to be the scene normal. Where he tries to be his son's wingman at the hot tub is hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> that is,
3: like, like so, so many movies so attempt that kind
1: of joke, <laughs> or like, and just like kind of fall a little flat because they like, it's just it's not awkward enough, or it's too awkward. But this one, like, it's. Bullseye! It's hilarious, <laughs> and like the setup and payoff to like the rim job joke, <laughs> where like he tells his son, oh, like, God. Um, <laughs> like his son asks him like, oh, what's a rim job? And he's like, oh yeah, no, um, I think it's when you kiss someone with like your lips like really like perched together. <laughs> and later on in the movie, he like offers a girl to give a girl a rim job. <laughs> Like, oh, this this is an incredibly funny movie that, like, you would, I don't think anyone would expect, um, out of, like, a revival sort of movie.
0: Yeah. An interesting thing about this film is, it is directed by Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly, who, John Francis Daly, one of the stars of TV's Bones, (laughs) um, who, and actually, he left the show to go direct this movie, like, it's... (laughs) What?
2: oh but, it's uh what's his face from uh and Geeks? yeah
0: yeah uh, yeah also from freaks and he kid, kids whatever, so, but yeah he played kind of the psychologist on the show like bones sweets and he had been writing these films and he was getting the chance to direct and i think they were gonna just write him off for some episodes but then they realized that the best thing for his career was probably just if they left him off the show so his character actually gets killed off like Ten season ten, um, in a move that made a lot of like fans of the show Bones, which I know, very upset, because b- yeah the the, but- the boners
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bon- <laughs> yes the boners <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that
3: really hit me. <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, and then he went on to direct this and Game Night. is the other like big wow. thing
2: he's directed. um another like that one's really i think i mean that one's even better than this one like that one's just a really good comedy
0: yeah i still need to
2: watch game night um yeah yeah. possibly the last like um he's also one of like five credited writers
0: on spider-man homecoming
2: (laughs) that's wild oh man yeah game night's a great movie
0: wait you've never seen game night man
1: i have not i it's I keep on thinking I have, but I'm thinking of tag every time. <laughs> I'm like
0: Goodness. we saw a tag
1: together, and you never saw a game <laughs> uh, But yeah, um, so yeah, something happened with this movie and with Pitch Perfect, um, where like I, I tend I tend to sort of just skim the Wikipedia page of like the movies, and I and it also is paired with my like. Total ineptitude of like knowing actors at all. Like I see the name Adam Devine and I don't know who that is. Like I don't know his face. Um, so like I think for both this and Vacation, I thought the kiss was through like the main two love interests. Um, and then like when I ki- yeah no uh, Chris <laughs> yeah they have like a pretty yeah because like Chris Hemsworth sort of plays um it would be like um. I think it would Ed Helms' like step um, brother, brother in law. Brother in law, yeah, not step brother. <laughs> um. <laughs> this isn't <laughs> this isn't life with Derek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, and, like Chris Hemsworth is married to Leslie Mann, and they have like a really like a really like like passionate showy offy kiss like right when they meet each other.
0: Yeah. But... Chris Hemsworth is really funny in this. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think he's the highlight of the movie. <laughs> yeah. And blocker star Leslie Mann just, hey, yeah, uh, playing uh, playing Audrey, which again, good good casting. Until yeah. like, I play the sister, also because they mentioned like the previous a- actresses who played like the character of Audrey, and one of them is Marisol Nichols, which now I am like intrigued by, because Marisol Nichols who is on, who we'll eventually talk about when we get to, like, the Riverdale episodes in a couple years is of, yeah, is yeah, is, like, of Mexican descent and is, like, visibly Latina
2: and she's, yeah, well, because she's, um, Veronica's mom, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so the idea that, like, she is playing like, yeah, that oh yeah, she was just one of, like, the daughters for, like, the very white Griswold family. It's like, hmm. I'm like...
2: That is... And, uh, oh, yeah, so Vegas Vacation. Yeah, where uh, the son is Ethan Embry.
0: Oh, wow. Huh. Ethan... What's his name from Once Upon a Time himself?
2: Just... <laughs> Owen. Uh, Owen from Once Upon a Time. I don't know why that I can pull that from memory.
0: <laughs> Greg Mendel. Just... Uh...
2: His name is Greg. I don't remember this. Isn't it? Is it? Well, because he like has a fake name because he was like a kid that the the uh the Evil Queen wanted to kidnap to like, take him for her own, and then yeah. like he's... then comes back as Ethan Embry.
0: Oh, maybe I think maybe I'm thinking of a different person for who I thought Ethan Embry played on Once Upon a Time, but yeah,
2: yeah. Well, yeah, he's like he shows up like he gets in like a car crash in the town and is staying there, but then it turns out he knows. Or he's like in like he thinks he's figured out that the town is like full of immortal people. Um and he's like trying to figure it out. I don't remember how they resolved that plot. Um like a lot of plots in once upon a time. I just kind of remember it, it ending at some point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we got for a lot of once upon a time talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. he was killed by Peter Pan's shadow. Um.
2: Okay. Huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sorry. I guess what did what did you guys think of like the the kiss?
2: Oh, it was good. I mean, it's a good like comedic passionate kiss. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah like overly,
2: like... uh, like this is for like to show off how sexy and in love we are, kind of kiss.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. There's not a ton, ton to to it, but like it's a it's a solid kiss. It's yeah.
2: Also, yeah, like, it's memorable, but I, like, I think... I don't think it would win or anything. Like, it's just, like...
0: Yeah.
2: You know, mm. It seems
0: like a go-nominated because Chris Hemsworth is kind of a big hot quantity at the time. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, like, I mean, I don't really know when, other, when else he would have been able to even be nominated. Um, yeah. It's... Like, I guess for, like, Thor 2, the, like, kiss after the end credits...
0: Oh, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he got nominated for Thor, too. Um,
2: yeah. <laughs> that was just the only other kiss. Snow like, White and the, the, the Huntsman? Yeah, no, like,
0: we we talked a bit about how that film was probably ignored by the MTV Movie Awards, but I'm um, just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: And didn't that movie come out during the reign of dominance of um, Bella and Edward?
0: Yeah, it comes out the same year as the last Twilight film, which does not get nominated. Um, <laughs> part, part, and I definitely speculated that maybe it was because... The like whole affair thing that's so fresh they wanted, they like kind of use as an excuse to go. Well, we we want to give them their privacy, so we're just not going to nominate them and force yeah. them to be
2: on stage together. Like so. <laughs> after they, yeah, because they've won four times in a row at this point. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't on stage for the fourth
0: one, and it is her just like asking if like Charlize or like Chris wants to come up and kiss her instead. Like it's <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Yeah, um, yeah. This movie also has "kiss from a rose" in it. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, yeah. As like this, a repeating plot.
1: Yeah, this movie has better um, reincorporation of "kiss from a rose" than Trainwreck
2: did of Uptown Girl.
3: Um <laughs> I oh, love yeah, I love
2: thing. that the ending is just like there's no payoff. They don't get to have their vacation at the it's, end. It's
1: it's <laughs> really good. Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, Kenny, like you hit the nail on the head when you said like where the millers sort of like starts out and probably it's like one of its lowest points and just sort of like works towards something really wholesome whereas this movie is just trash until the end. <laughs> it's like dumpster fire where nobody wins.
0: Yeah, and my understanding of the original Vacation is it is kind of like a... Th- is, it is kind of a thing where in that one they get to the park and I think it's closed. And in Chevy Chase is a meltdown. Where this one I think yeah. the idea that they get there but then they spend all day in the line for one ride. They barely get to go on. And then it gets stuck. It's yeah. so <laughs> funny. It's like a, what could go wrong. I, like
1: I, I really like uh, Chevy Chase's little thing where it's like no the, te- the journey sucks. It's all about the destination. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> it makes you appreciate it more.
0: Yeah, uh, and I'll I'll say like the, the little payoff, like the Ed Helms, Christina Applegate, like little relationship thing. I think they do kind of earn that in the end, where she realizes, yeah, she does have it pretty good. But then even that, they're like, okay, but now they have to sit on like the jump seats next <laughs> to the little
2: bathrooms on <laughs> their
0: 12-hour flight to Paris. Like, it's...
3: Yeah, huh. but
2: yeah, the the original one ends with Clark holding a security guard um, hostage with a, a BB gun um, and forcing him to let them inside the park. Uh, before then uh whatever the guy, their fake Walt Disney comes in and is like, No, don't he decides to not press charges. Um <laughs> because he's like, oh, I I get it. I also um have nostalgia for my family vacations. Which is I mean a very similar ending uh to uh Christmas Vacation, which ends with his cousin kidnapping his boss. Cousin Eddie kidnapping his boss.
0: Um, uh, a lot of kidnappings in these movies. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um. I oh, I do want to mention the, the scene at the the four corners. It, oh, uh, that's so good. Which is so funny. Like for, <laughs> first, there's just being a, like a hundred people there, all waiting in line to all yeah. have sex on the sure four everyone corners.
0: Everyone wants to have sex in the
3: four corners. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Because it also It's uh, the fact that they
2: just—they keep turning around, and there's more people. <laughs> and then it's you know like four just really good comedic actors come up for each of the four, uh, like the four different states coming in. Yeah,
0: yeah, like From Tim and H- Nick Kroll, Caitlin Olsen, and Michael Pena. You're
2: like, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could you could make a movie starring those four. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then Caitlin Olsen's It's Always Sunny Coast or Charlie Day has another really funny scene as the river rafting oh guide.
3: <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> the <match.
0: We're- laughs> Which again, like, and this is a film like it's, and I can see someone being turned off by like a film where the joke is the guy like becomes suicidal and then goes off like the waterfall presumably to die, but like it played so well, yeah, like
2: it's it's a musical (laughs) montage and everything, like it's just like Uh,
1: it's it's so (laughs) this this vacation is a great movie, (laughs) like
3: Yeah. yeah,
2: it's I think it I think it kind of got. Forgotten because people assumed that, like, of course, the remake/slash sequel to, like, the vacation series is going to be that. It's like, in what world would it be good? But it is. is
1: It's actually super good. And, like, yeah, Yeah. I also, like, also in, like, I feel like by this point, like, I don't think RV movies are, like, a thing. Or, like, family movies. I mean, RV
2: was what? Like, 2003. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the meanness also turned, like, some people off. Like, I definitely remember, I think it was maybe the Blaine Check podcast where someone's come. Like bringing out the scene, scene where like the like the their version of like old oh, the girl and like the red Ferrari scene where she just gets plowed by a truck immediately.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's so <laughs> it's such a great like subversion of the original. Oh, uh, oh god! Yeah,
0: no,
1: it's it's got a particular taste, and if you love it, if you like it, you'll love it.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, mm-hmm. Oh man! Yeah. So all- yeah. With that, I think we can move on to Focus. What? Yeah.
2: What, Which I just watched today. What it, for the first time.
1: Like, I think this movie... Spoilers. I think this movie is a contender with Wild Things for, like, the most twists and turns. But, like... <laughs> not, it is... Yeah, it, but not in, like... It, yeah. it relies... But not in, like... It, oh, it's sorry. very... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you go on. You talk Okay, first. yeah, yeah. So, like... <laughs> Um, but like not like fun twister turns more just like oh I was lying about lying about lying about lying to you and like but like but I will give it one thing the the fact that like one of the 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 very end they have like one of the henshins just be Will Smith's dad (laughs) that's so stupid it almost comes back around and I love it Um,
2: yeah (laughs) It relies really heavily on, but that was the plan all along. It's, yeah, this
1: movie is the definition of like, of like, of oh, like, of like, the anime character, like pushing their glasses up with their like middle finger being like, oh, you thought all,
3: according to yeah,
1: K. K. all <laughs> the cards are in my deck. Um, and it's like, oh, oh my gosh, I wrote it down because I think I, I think I've summed up my feelings on this movie like perfectly. We're like, um, this is a movie, this is, this is is a movie with great scenes that come together to be like, not a great movie in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Like, or like that don't like, I feel like these are like, these would be this, if this movie, if every scene in this movie was like its own little like clip, I would really love it. Like, I don't know. it's just, none of it really works for me.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's two like extremely charismatic movie stars. Yeah, um, and like
1: they they are doing everything in their power to like make it like yes. really really good, um,
2: like I think that their their work makes the movie watch. Yeah, like but regardless like, of its the rest of its quality exactly. than just but having like, two people. Yeah,
1: like the um like the that. gambling scene that the great like the initial scene that's great. The mm-hmm. um like mm-hmm. when the one bodyguard is like looking around the apartment and he can't find the girl like that's great Mm
3: -hmm.
1: um but like it just doesn't really come together and there's like a huge ish chunk in the middle that's just really boring
2: yeah
0: yeah
1: it's yeah also
2: also the bananas decision to make it super bowl 17 a super bowl that in real life happened in 1983 (laughs) (laughs) And have it be between the teams, the Rhinos and the Thrashers. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of which exists. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I just like why even have it be the Super Bowl at that point? Like <laughs> they can only afford to license the name the Super Bowl could, yeah.
1: and nothing else. Could, yeah, yeah. No, like this is a movie of like that yeah.
2: confused me so much. I was like, okay, so is this just like set in the 80s? But there's no like signifiers to it. Um, but I then mean, Super like, Bowl like talk-
0: seventeen.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then they're like, you know, there's like MacBook Airs and the guys talking about like people being on Instagram. Like, it's not. It's set in the present, or I mean, it, I assume it. Like the vibe it gives off is kind of like uh, recession era. I don't know if that's just me associating. Oh, no, it with honestly, look, this
1: movie. I thought it just took place in like 2016. I thought it just took place now. Um,
2: like... yeah i mean it definitely could i think i'm just bringing it that it's like hustlers which is a movie that i feel like um is also about like a very charismatic con man movie star um but much set better. in the recession oh. yeah and much less complicated <laughs> like over overly yeah i mean that not, it's not even complicated focus isn't even complicated it's just like um not straightforward no like this movie is just a movie
1: about gaslighting um
2: (laughs) yeah it really is is generation like cyclical gaslighting
0: yeah it it is funny like this this is a film where it's god like i think it's one of the few films where i hadn't really heard anything about it beforehand even though like wills like while margot robbie's like becomes a pretty big star like right after this but i'm like Mm -hmm. most people margot robbie were in like a movie together, and i never heard about this why and then i watch i'm like oh yeah no i get it like i I know why i haven't heard about this one Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, yeah, i'll say the actual scene of the football game is like really good and i think kind of the high point of the film i agree And then it's a lot of him selling security systems. Yeah,
2: it's just there's there's (laughs) such a big chunk
1: in the middle that's just like so boring and like the twist become like I don't
2: know who's trying to get who. It thinks, I think I think that the movie thinks that it's setting everything up for like the reveal. But really just nothing's happening. Because the reveal is so not set up that like It's not like in retrospect, you're like, oh, all of this makes sense because none of it actually ended up Maybe there's like a video (laughs) essay out
1: there that like, that like points out all, like that one scene where they show that like, oh, we're like subliminally showing him 55s. Maybe that's so... <laughs>
2: no. Yeah, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, "That's like, did they? Con- this is like Truman Show level stuff. Be... Like, they controlled the entire. That would city. be so expensive and insane. Like, how were they making a profit? Yeah.
0: Well, they shook for a million. They millions. printed off
2: at least like 200 shirts, at least.
0: Also, the thing where it's just like, <laughs> what if that didn't work? He's like, "Well, we have just kept doubling until it did. It's like, what do you mean? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> eventually, you got nothing to double yeah um i also the the car crash scene is also really good where it's just like that really like that that's sort of just the shot of the, like the guy he's like putting in the mouth guard and like the next step just to crash into a car that's really yeah. good um like if the, if the entire it's weird because the entire movie for a lot of it like it is just sort of a collection of like really cool and like pretty fun scenes that just like mm-hmm. feel almost independent of each other yeah like every it never really congeals in no anymore. and like yeah even like the twist at the end it's just like it's like okay <laughs> like it's 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 not satisfying it's not dissatisfying it's kind of just like nothing <laughs> yeah
3: yeah
0: like it's a film where like you know i didn't hate watching it i'm like so whatever well, film on this list but like you it- some people are like, "Oh, my, much i probably could have spent better else elsewhere." Um.
2: Yeah, like I, I think me having watched, I watched Ocean's Eleven yesterday, um, just for fun, um, and like comparing the two movies, it's like, like this is so obviously like trying to be in that same vein of kind of like slick conman films, but like it just never can like a slick conman films about like you know where the charisma is that they're a movie star. Cause that's like so much of what oceans 11 is, is that it's just like a few movie stars just being really charismatic and slick and doing cool things. Um, But like oceans 11 also has like really interesting twists and like a plot that like you can follow and pick up on as opposed to this, which is just has those cool con man uh, movie star moments without any like driving force or propulsion or (laughs) energy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Will Smith also not giving it his all here. Like having recently watched King Richard and going, Oh right, this is what it's like when Will Smith is trying something. Like
2: it's... Yeah, I think there's moments where he tries, but I don't think I think that I mean there's a certain amount that like he yeah. is that charismatic that when even when he's not like when he's kind of phoning it in, then he's still very good.
1: Yeah, like I think like the first like opening scene is like and like those are like really good um yeah yeah like the back and forth between like him and and, uh margo are like really good
2: Mm. yeah and i think margo's like really really giving it a lot
0: yeah margo's really the reason to watch this Mm -hmm.
2: and yeah it also kind of is trying to be like a um like a movie star handoff moment like where Like, this is, like, the crowning of Margot Robbie as a movie star, except that nobody actually cared or saw this
0: movie. Yeah. So she had to go be Harley Quinn.
2: Exactly. Uh, In a movie that everyone loved. (laughs) (laughs) Eventually, I mean...
1: (laughs) Yeah. I never saw that movie. All I know is that that one Queen song is definitely in it.
0: Yeah. My main thing about, like, (laughs) Suicide Squad is... I what is I watched it right after having spent the entire day being kind of the middleman in like a ma- massive like tech slash like fight between two co co-workers at the camp that and I were working at who were both really good friends of mine who were in a fight right. over something dumb so Great like stuff. so I watched this I'm like oh this was really good I'm like no it was only <laughs> just seem good because it was in comparison to like it was better than having to sit through two pe- people I really like just like complain about the other one to me like
2: yeah i had almost an identical experience with uh jumanji uh like the whatever the first re- reboot legacy sequel jumanji welcome to the is. jungle welcome to the jungle i just wanted i didn't want it to i thought it could be that one because that has to be welcome to the jungle but then i remembered <laughs> welcome to the jungle is a separate movie <laughs>
1: that also exists. Uh, i love the jumanji trilogy well-
2: um but I yeah I mean I had a very similar experience where it's just like I've been in like witnessing a very uh petty and emotional fight and then I saw a comedy movie that I was like wow this is really really good and then no I don't think I like this movie I think I just liked having an escape from what was happening
1: yeah no I I think definitely like I think how you experience like when you experience things are like super informative of like how much you'll enjoy it like that's when like I know Mm. I know when certain things are like not flash in the pan but you're definitely going to enjoy this like now rather than like months later I try to like watch things like Hammer It All right now like I think Mm -hmm. I watched all of Invincible in one night um (laughs) and like that's I don't even think that necessarily would have even qualified for that role because I think it's like fine but like I definitely knew that like once I stopped watching I probably like wouldn't have the time to come
0: back
2: yeah yeah
0: I just remembered Will Smith is also in Suicide Squad.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's, like... You know what? That's why I thought about. That's what I knew about Focus is that I was like, "Wow, they're doing two movies together, just close together."
0: <laughs> wow, just really hit it off. Um, yeah, because
2: yeah. it was definitely there was definitely like trailers for this movie uh, during like football games, yeah. like that was kind of like the audience, yeah. and then <laughs> still. Still thinking about the fact that it was Super Bowl Seventeen. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah, and so the
3: kiss. Yeah, I was about
2: to yeah. Um,
1: so oh, yes, I think yeah. this is like a really unique posi- uh, position where I'm not sure which kiss it is, but I also don't think it would affect where it would end up. Because um, yeah. these are all like these are all really good kisses. Um, I agree. Yeah, like these are all like like uh, re- like the the chemistry between like like, these two characters is, like, phenomenal. Like, I wish they didn't... I want to
0: say it was the hotel or something. Yeah, that cause... would make sense. Cause... Yeah, because I remember thinking it was, like, the car one, and then I watched the footage, I'm like, oh, no, they're like, this is not a car. It's.
2: <laughs> I think I think it's the one right before they hook up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yes, that would make sense, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, yeah, no. Freaking... Yeah, but I think it's good. I think they're... It's good. I mean, it's, like you know it's two movie stars being really hot and charismatic like it works
0: yeah sometimes that's all you need from like a PS,
2: um... <laughs> yeah
1: exactly oh yeah no i have um i have nothing else to say um about this uh i know like oh like um i i think i've described some kind of some movies like um I think things like uh, like Punch Drunk Love and like Uncut Gems. These are sort of like suspension porn. And then like Fifty Shades of Grey is porn. Um, this feels like <laughs> this feels like like twist and deception porn. Like this is what it feels like. Yeah. Where, like this movie just like if you want a movie that like is gonna throw you for a loop and then throw you through another loop watch wild things, watch wild yeah. things. <laughs> and then watch this movie um as like a as a chaser
2: <laughs> i didn't i mean i didn't know that that's what wild things was i always associated wild things more with like poison ivy and uh the crush um kind of that early 90s um like this is like a bad version of lolita um Oh, Mike I mean,
0: we cover wild things the same year as Lolita, and I'll say it is a film where for the first forty minutes you're like, "Oh, is this going to be seedy and awful?" And then suddenly it gets into a mode where every ten it, yeah. minutes it reveals an insane it, twist. It is
1: seedy and awful, but you yeah. love it.
0: It becomes so <laughs> convoluted with what's going on, like that by the time that by the time the like the last like. There's so many reveals, it just cuts into the credits, where, like, the credits have to flash back to explain how stuff is going on. Uh, that sounds
2: awesome. I mean, I guess I'll have to check it out. I mean, I do, uh, I love, um, uh, Nev Campbell, so I'm definitely going to, uh, yeah. check it out.
0: Oh, yeah. you yeah, I think you'd enjoy Wild Things. Um, but yeah, with this, there's one more film to talk about, and... <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I think Deadpool knows that the a podcast is talking about him right now. Oh,
2: he, he would have to. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> just be, watch out for him showing up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, um, this is like, this is really tough. Cause Deadpool is like one of the very, is a very unique movie. And that I feel like, um, the sequel improved upon it in almost every way. And like, in a way, that it just replaced it entirely. Like if I ever want to watch a Deadpool movie, it's never gonna be one. Um cause like there's just there's an I'm like I'm going through my head and I'm trying to think of like unique things in one that weren't just don't don't already exist, but better in two. Um like I think two's a bit The Colossus speech. What's Sorry oh yeah well like, oh, col- like Deadpool gives that speech in like the first couple of minutes. you don't get that great joke though that is like an amazing joke um but like but it, but in two you get like the uh you get tomorrow from Annie you know so there's clearly give and take um <laughs> uh, yeah it's um, I, I, I yeah uh, I mean I, I think Deadpool 2 could be like a little shorter um that's my criticism of every movie. Every movie yeah. should be shorter. <laughs> um
3: Deadpool 2
0: even has a better Green Lantern joke. Yeah.
2: Like um that's is that the one where he kills himself looking Or look, yeah, kills Ryan yeah. Reynolds looking at the script, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um Um Yeah, I don't know. I uh, I like both of them. Um I think the better one, the second one is better. I I agree with you on that.
3: Mhm.
2: Um uh but i don't know there's i mean the second one introduces its own set of problems like like just like the most explicit fridging um in a comic book movie in a while without even uh,
0: realizing that they were doing it that fridging was a no. thing because people are like wow it's cool how they fridge someone and then undid it at the end and like that's kind of clever and then they were like oh that was a wait, big problem wait like... in case
1: some of our listeners yeah. and definitely not me don't know what you're talking about what are you talking about <laughs>
0: I swear we've sure. put a lot of fridging before. We literally <laughs> talked about the death of Gwen Stacy last oh, week. Oh, <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the the act of killing. It's it originated in comics, but it happens in a lot of stuff. The act of killing, like a a woman, like especially um, a relative or a romantic partner, um, to like motivate uh, male characters' yeah. actions.
3: Yeah,
1: I, yeah, yeah. I, uh, um, but uh, the problem with me though is that like. Those scenes with her are, like, some of my favorite scenes in Deadpool 2.
2: I mean, it, I think it it does it yeah. well. Like, I think that, like, them him having that kind of, like, dream uh, relationship with her in the afterlife does work really well. But it, it's just, like, how can you profess to be self-aware about comic book tropes and then just, like, do one Wait, very straight? I mean, until the end with sa- undoing, But
1: he but. saves her at the end, though. Like, she doesn't die. Yeah. yeah. But it's still like... Yeah, I, I see what you're
2: saying, though. Performs the trope. Yeah.
0: They, they like, engage with it for a thing up until, like, he saves her at the end, which, again, is a good, good bit.
3: Yeah.
0: I'll say my favorite thing about, like, Deadpool 2, and it goes to stuff I, like, the stuff I think works best about the, this film, which is not, like, all the cutesy little meta jokes, but whenever it's just, like, doing kind of spoofs of, like, just typical superhero movie stuff, like, all the stuff with Colossus mm-hmm. and in those ones, or mm-hmm. Deadpool 2 doing the whole thing where they set up yeah. X-Force and just the elaborate joke of making the marketing all about <laughs> they're getting the X-Force, X-Force together, and then they all immediately Murder die. is so good, except it's
2: for so Domino. Dead. It's really it's funny. funny. No, that's super it's good. It's really funny. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I like this. I like yeah. this Sorry movie. we keep on I talking about there's...
1: Deadpool 2. even <laughs> you know, we're covering Deadpool. Yeah,
2: but I, I, I think Deadpool... <laughs> Deadpool I think suffers um from its like state state like from being in development hell. Like I think that you can like tell kind of the cracks yeah. of it having been in development for so yeah. long. Um and them having to fight so hard to actually like Ryan Reynolds especially having to like um trick the studio basically <laughs> into letting them actually finish the movie. Um I mean or at least allegedly with the, the leak. Yeah. Um, the leaked oh, footage.
0: Yeah. I think... Oh, yeah, the leaked the leak footage of... Which has to be, I think, the only reason why that winds in becoming kind of the opening sequence and why it has such a weird structure of, all right, we're going to flashback a bit, and now we're going to flashback even more.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that also has to do with, like, them not having the budget for, like, that big of an ending fight. That like, they only really had the budget for, like, two fight scenes. Yeah. So they kind of had to use the first one... Throughout the movie, and then do the second one.
0: Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, that's the other joke. I think Deadpool does great, and I don't think Deadpool does an equivalent thing where he keeps leaving the weapons in Karen Sony's car. Yes, Just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's that's great.
2: good. No, this movie's got like thing, um, which is also um, I'm also pretty sure is um, budget related. Yeah, um, but it does it makes it makes it a joke without it making the joke that they don't have a budget which they could have i can definitely see a a a slightly worse version of the movie that does do that
1: yeah um and like another thing holding this movie back um and like um i think i've stated before that i think i can acknowledge um like the really bad things louis ck does and still find him really funny um and like really like like him in movies um that like with that context in mind um Even if TJ Miller was like a perfectly nice guy, I still just don't like him in either movie. Um, Yeah, I think he's 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 really unnecessary because it's like it's like what if we had a character who just did everything Deadpool did but way less funny? Um, (laughs) Like
2: I I I I mean his entire persona like it's just playing on his persona like he doesn't really have a character outside of this is a like a TJ Miller yeah but um
1: like it's. I, I like his one bit um I don't know if they did it in, in one I don't remember but I like his one bit in two where he just immediately rats out his friends um I think if you like I think to like fix that character I think to and also like to make him a little funnier and differentiate him from Deadpool you just need to like turn up his like cruelness way more
3: because
1: <laughs> I think that's really funny. <laughs> Um, in two and he just yeah, yeah like he shouldn't feel bad but he put him up for the deadpool no he, should, he shouldn't he shouldn't feel bad at all um like yeah like like just ex- like personify that moment in two where like under the slightest bit of pressure he's like all my friends are right here just let me go <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah I definitely think it, it could work I I mean like I think overall it's fine because like it just plays as a part of, like you can like it just the movie kind of because I don't think it's a very long movie. I don't think so
1: either. Um,
2: um, let me check.
0: It's like 108 minutes. Yeah, it's like normal it's, length. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Or I guess kind of short yeah, actually, especially for like a superhero movie. But it doesn't. It doesn't like. I I agree with you that he his character is just like like the comedy of Deadpool, yeah. but like without any of the yeah,
1: the yeah. real you know, like yeah you could honestly spark. like to, I think to like make him better you could go in either direction like you could either make him like the like way more cruel or you could give him like like play up like i think they clearly want to give him like a small heart of gold but like i don't know if that works i think you end up with like the worst of both worlds
2: yeah and i think i think i don't think i mean regardless of his actual actions displaying his character but i don't think tj miller can pull off um that kind of like he he just has too much smarm to him to pull off, like, Jerk with a Heart of Gold very well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he, he really is more like of the the jerk and not, like, the Jerk with Heart of Gold. Yeah. yeah.
2: Is like, yeah. <laughs> he also in the movie Yogi Bear? I'll
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, say, Weasel is one of, like, is, like, a kind of... I, I don't know if he's been on, like, the Deadpool comics for a while, but, like, he is someone who was, like, kind of one of the couple Deadpool cast members who they like, had in that book with... Al being the other one, and I'll say I think Al is much better used in this movie, just because the idea of her is always just funny. Like it's, yeah, uh, yeah. But he lives with this black blind woman who's just
2: yeah, like she's great, I, I think they do a good job playing with it. Yeah, um, <laughs> like her not being able to see whatever ridiculous things that he's doing.
1: Yeah, like I, yeah, I think I it's know. really in her, like <laughs> like torturing her to an extent. <laughs> Uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, like, um... Yeah, this movie's, like... um This movie is still really good. As much as I like 2, like, I still like this movie a lot. Oh
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll say yeah, I also like... Again, I prefer 2. I think, like, 2 does a lot of stuff there, but... Yeah, I think this d- does get a lot of good, good stuff in even... Even with both T.J. Miller and Gina Carino in it, like, as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, you know, but, like... Again, all the Colossus stuff is good. Negasonic, Teenage Warhead. It's like. Oh, he's fun. Like, Brianna Hildebrand does a great job with that. Like, it's.
3: Yeah. Mm,
1: yeah. Like, no, this movie definitely, like i it it, i like i i say my first criticism as more of just like an indication of super bias i have because i feel like before two came out i feel like i like i enjoyed this movie so much more and like that's not even like a slight against the movie i think that's like that's that's a good thing like i think it's a really good thing that i feel like it's a good trajectory for these these movies are going
3: yeah yeah yeah
0: and we'll see what they do with Deadpool three, which I'm sure will mostly be <laughs> jokes about how it's a Disney movie now. <laughs> exactly. Well,
2: yeah, dead. Now that Deadpool is a marketing figure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I I, like he wasn't already a marketing. Oh yeah. Like, but I, yeah. yeah. I, yeah I... Ben,
0: did you watch like Deadpool reviews the free guy trailer? I <laughs> It's him and, like, yeah. Korg from 4 Ragnarok sitting down and watching free the Free Guy trailer and, like, making jokes
3: so about dystopian. stuff Because <laughs> uh, they're both... Yeah. Like
1: oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think this movie definitely yeah. has, like, one of my favorite jokes, though, of the... I think, Kenny, you talked about it, too. Like, the, the four or five-moment speech. Um, we're yeah, just in the cause... middle of this, like, really <laughs> impassioned speech by Colossus. Um, Deadpool just ends up shooting the main villain in the face, and Colossus throws <laughs> up because it's so gross. <laughs> it's really good, and I,
2: this that yeah, it's good.
0: Yeah, and just their, their portrayal of like Colossus is just like the ultra, like just the big like goody two shoes, self serious do gooder like type. Mm-hmm. It's just so uh, funny, it's and then yeah. And again, it dials up a lot in like two, where at some point the relationship is almost the heart of the film. But like, it's, <laughs> yeah, uh, for them, like, the Vanessa stuff, but like, it does work really well here. And yeah, the four-five yeah. moment speech is good because you can see that played s- straight in any other number of films like this. And Deadpool is one that's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm still gonna shoot the guy. Like, the- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I think it's,
1: yeah. I think awesome. it's, it's obviously the ending kiss as well.
0: Yeah, that that was something something too because I'm like, man, I hope they do like the the ones where like his face is all like fucked up, and they did, which yeah. was great. Also,
1: like right before that kiss is probably is such a funny joke where underneath Deadpool with mask, he just has like a stapled from like a magazine like photo of Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. as Wolverine. <laughs> it's it's really good. Great. <laughs>
2: um, I yeah, I also like her line of. Um... After an adjustment period and several drinks, that's a face that I get, or like I can see myself sitting on.
3: Yeah,
0: and thing. Like, I hope any Deadpool three because I know part of the reason they kill her off in two is because they're like, well, it's hard to come up with stakes where like Deadpool's in a happy relationship, which I disagree. Yeah. But... I
2: think that's just lazy. I think that's uh, yeah. Um, you know cause... especially male comic like people the kind of guys that end up writing comic book movies not having the best uh, <laughs> breadth of vision
0: yeah and it's yeah and maybe who's writing Deadpool 3 again it's someone interesting like it's <laughs> but but Vanessa, like, this film similarly sidelines her for a lot of it, though, like, this one just because he doesn't think, like, he'll accept her, but, like, it's... Get, get her in, like, the character's great, like, she holds her yeah. own with him, like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Also, I guess she does eventually have, like, a superhero identity in co- comic books or whatever, but, like, she's got more, more like, Morena background on screen, like, mm-hmm. just bantering and, like, just going toe-to-toe with him. like, it's... It's good.
2: Yeah, um, let's see, oh. the Molyneux sisters, Wendy Molyneux and Lizzie Molyneux locally. Oh yeah, yeah, um, like from Bob's Burgers, oh, like they're Bob's awesome. Burgers yeah, they're right Britain's. Oh, that's amazing. Bob's Burgers, <laughs> and then they've got The Great North, which I haven't seen that's any am- no, of. No, I, Oh man. Right.
1: Bob's Burgers has probably has some Box. of the, I don't know, man, I don't know if it's, it's probably some of the funniest banter in any show I've ever seen, so I, I'm yeah. really excited for that. <laughs>
2: It has really great back yeah, that, yeah. Like, especially for an animated show. Yeah. yeah. Um, having kind of, you know, what feels like organic. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: yeah, Bob's Burgers is, like, some Andrew. of the f- funniest bits. I'm I'm very excited for the Bob's Burgers movie next May. That's been long yeah. in development. Um,
2: excited, Yeah.
1: Can't believe, can't believe Bob's gonna drop a big toxic waste dump into the lake, causing a dome to go over all of the all of the dock. <laughs> <laughs> for the time
2: this was seen as, oh, the Simpsons are back.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is a return to form. Uh, yeah. Uh, what if Bob's Burgers just becomes like what if Bob's Burgers is just on in twenty five years? Like, what? Oh man, I think it is <laughs> that well, world.
0: It's interesting because it's on season twelve, and like it's
2: that's it. And that that seems that's there's no way. That's wild.
0: Yeah, but the thing is, like, where some shows eventually just get to like large t- stakes, like even in the good RS, Homer Simpson goes to space in the fifth season. Yes.
2: And Which Bob's, I like that episode, but like, there's an escalation there. Like that wouldn't have happened in the first season.
0: And Bob's Burger is like is it in. In contrast, it's just gone increasingly low stakes with most of the things where I think one of one of the more recent episodes this season I saw is just the the girls try and put together a loft bed so Louise can fit a desk in a room while Bob and Jean get stuck like kinda having the babies at the restaurant while like a role playing game group does something there. Like it's...
2: <laughs> And the thing is is I haven't seen that episode, but like, it sounds really, really funny, and it's just like nothing happening. <laughs> yeah, and like it's a, it's they've created sustainable like a sustainable animated sitcom. <laughs> yeah,
0: they do like yeah, and again, sometimes like they do concepts like there's especially in the the early days we do one like there's an early Thanksgiving one where the idea is right is the the rich person voiced by Kevin Klein who like owns like the biggest business in town he's held held like a turkey run for Thanksgiving. Except, except like the turkeys are just turkeys, and they go mad and terrorize everyone, and it's done like kind of this survival ho- horror yeah. type thing. But then, yeah. But then, like I, I think last year's Thanksgiving episode was just the the son has like diarrhea, and he's like on the toilet, and they're telling him stories to like cheer him up, and
2: the <laughs> stories are where they just get like silly, like it's yeah, like I yeah. it yeah. I mean, it's definitely. I'd, now that we're just talking about Bob's Burgers is that it's a lot like um, King of the Hill Like King of the Hill did have an escalation to it and it got kind of more cartoonish as time went on but there was still um, to a certain extent grounded even if the characters became less so I, mean, I, don't, I don't even think that the characters would become less real in Bob's Burgers as much as they did um, near the end of King of the Hill it didn't become as much of caricature like in King of the Hill
0: but yeah but yeah, that bodes well to Deadpool three plus women writers. That's good. Yeah, That's, yeah, more of more of that yeah. in like this like, <laughs> raunchy yeah. superhero
1: type. Also, films. some <laughs> women lefters as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, who are you, my
3: stepdad?
2: <laughs> oh man! But yeah, no, um, no. The kiss is
1: like it's sort of. Um, like it's played up. It's it has like a pan out. It has Deadpool like 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 narrating over it. I I can't. I might. I think it's playing. Um, never gonna. Dan- I think it's playing. Wham. I never.
2: He I, plays on his phone. Yeah. <laughs> um.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Careless. Yeah. Whisper.
1: Careless Whisper. That's a song. A
0: song. Ben. loves. I do love um, that
1: song. Just,
2: um, <laughs> yeah. And a song um, yeah. that's a callback. Oh what? yeah. that's
0: there's a callback. <laughs> That's also good because, like, it's it's a bit after the, like, you're the inspiration drop when she, like, when, like, he's been, like, stabbed in the head and she just knocks out Francis, which is really good. Like, it's some solid music in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. No, like, it's, yeah, it's a really good, it's like a classic, nothing, nothing subversive about this kiss. Has little subversions around the edges, but, like, the main kiss is just your regular, you know, blockbuster, big big finale finito. Um, yeah and then just um, Some credits to Scoop And then like a pretty funny Like little Ferris Bueller Like parody um,
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Is, is Matthew Broderick In the second one? I don't think he is But that would be a good maybe thing Maybe he's in a, a trailer I feel like there was some interaction between them but Or maybe I'm hallucinating that Well Matthew Broderick was in Trainwreck as himself
1: yeah um, that was how yeah there's like a weird scene where, where Bill Hader just met with like a, essentially just a bunch of cameos um
2: yeah they, they were yeah. like having like an intervention
1: yeah and like yeah the the uh what's what's the actor's name the ferris bueller guy um matthew, matthew yeah <laughs> i think the scene ends with him like just being like wait wait don't go can you, like, check out my knee? It's, like, it's kind of... It's funny. It feels funny when I jump.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is <was> pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I guess there... Uh, he never actually interacted with Matthew Broderick, and I just um, invented that. Yeah. <laughs> because of him referencing it.
0: Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah. We come? Um, this has been... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think we're both about to do the same thing where EB- so first of all, what we're going to do is we're going to rank all six of these films just on their own okay. as movies, and then we'll rank the Kisses on them.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, I can go first. I'm going uh, from bottom to top. Um, oh man. Yeah, 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 I'm looking at This is too. really, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this week was a bit of a hodgepodge. Like nothing, like nothing, you know, uh, to build an American quilt, but also nothing that spectacular now. Um, so, uh, man, I think at the bottom, uh, I hate to do it, but I think at the bottom I do have Deadpool. Um, and the, really? Yeah, I, honestly, yeah. It's it, and it's it purely biased. It's only because of Deadpool too. Um, it's mm. it's it's not fair, but life ain't fair, I guess. Um, and then above that one, I would put focus cause I could probably see myself like watching focus clips in the future. Cause like it actually does have some really good segments and like you could probably edit it down to be a really neat, like 30 minute, like just like YouTube video or something.
2: Well, I think honestly, if you end it when they leave each other in New Orleans, that would
1: be really, uh, yeah, that would be strong. It's like
2: a pretty interesting short film.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, above that one, I have 50 shades of gray. Um, I think, I think it's an objectively like pretty bad movie, but it left me so intrigued. Um, like I actually, like that says something that like the minute the movie was over, I was like, I need to watch more. Like I need to find out what happens. Um,
2: I, I mean, <laughs> you're, I'm just going to say you're setting yourself up for disappointment.
1: I can, I can do it. Um, and then above that one, I would have train wreck. Train wreck is like, is like like really is a lot a lot of funny bits and like i feel like this year is this was this was a bad year to be like a comedy because it's going to be this year was so oversaturated with comedies that like every comedy on this list is having an uphill battle um mm-hmm. and then i think i for the, my top two I, I'm gonna put yeah, vacation above Pitch Perfect 2. I really like both these movies, but like Vacation, I I can't think of a bad joke in Vacation that I didn't like. Um, it had so many great ones that I loved. Um, I don't like the I don't like them swimming in poop, but I knew that going in because I had seen it, so I was able to prepare myself. Um, <laughs> so like yeah, but I would put Vacation as number one, and then. uh and then Pitch Perfect 2 for second place.
2: Wow, yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. E- Evie, would you like to go? Or?
2: Sure. Um. Let me see. So I think going from bottom to top, I think Focus is probably my least favorite. Um. Which I did, yeah. I think that it is, there's a lot of cool stuff going on, but it was just so formless at the end of the day. That I never really um, was drawn to it. Fifty Shades of Grey. I think that the bad moments are in Fifty Shades are much worse than anything in Focus, but there's just something happening there that it's like I can't throw this movie out. Like I am. I mean, you know, I talked (laughs) a lot about it because there's some like it sticks in my brain. Um, And then Trainwreck. Um, is just kind of a very solid movie, like, even though there are parts of it that I would don't love or don't think are great, then it isn't like it's just perfectly fine or good the entire time. Um, then Vacation. Um yeah, just a funny movie that's much better than I anticipated. Then Deadpool, um, which I really like. I do think, yeah, like you said, Deadpool two is better, but I think Deadpool still has a lot going for it and then uh yeah i'm gonna put pitch perfect 2 uh, as my number one um which i also have a lot of problems with it's almost the reverse of 50 shades of gray um where there's stuff in there that i really don't like but the stuff that really works i think is really really good
0: wow
3: yeah
0: i'm at least this is an interesting, like, year for list variety. Um, for me, I got Fifty Shades of Grey at the bottom. Like, yeah, it's... I was not really intrigued to find out what happens next. Um, <laughs> I... If... I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, like, it's... Yeah, if we... I'm sure at some point I got nominated for some other award here to talk about, but this will probably not be one where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch that movie again, but... Well, well, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, and if we ever do host choice stuff, I would prefer not to t- discuss the sequels. Ben, though, <laughs> <laughs> it would also be a funny bit if you made me watch one. Just if we ever wanted uh, to like do an episode where it was just me mad the whole time.
1: Oh, we <laughs> should. We should have an episode where it's um, <laughs> it's try to piss off the your co
3: host
0: the most. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, God. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, then above, then above Fifty Shades of, of Gray. Uh, Focus. Yeah, just not that interesting. Like it, it has, it has its moments. I think. Yeah, like again, Margot's really good in it, but it's, yeah, you know, it it's as far as Will Smith vehicles go, it's no eye robot. Um, then above that, Trainwreck, a pleasant, like just not super. Not, not super engaged, but, you know, it's cool. Then, probably Deadpool above that one. Again, Deadpool 2 is better, but have a good time with this. The, there's some really funny, jo- funny jokes in it, and... Yeah. Then, yeah. then above that, uh, Pitch Perfect 2, with Vacation at the top. Well, very funny uh-huh. movies, just... Vacation was just one where, yeah, like, I do not really have an expectation for it, other than I heard it was, like, mean-spirited, and... It certainly was, but I loved every second. Like, it was great. Uh, but how did the kisses do? Oh, man. All right, so the kisses.
2: Okay, now i got to think yeah, about yeah. them. I'll do mine
1: while you can uh, You can formulate those. Um, yeah, because I I list all mine out. They shift around a bit, but I think they stay about where they should. So, weirdly enough, uh, I think I'll probably put... Oh, this is actually... T- I, I'm going to put the Fifty Shades of Grey one at the bottom. It was it was actually, weirdly enough, it was originally at the top. Um, when I thought it was like the elevator one or literally <laughs> anyone except for the one they picked. Um, but it is now at the bottom. Um, and then I put the Vacation one above that. Like, it's like, it's fine, but it's like, I don't know. It's like, it's it's a good comedy kiss. But I feel like there's so much, so many more mm-hmm. fun comedic elements during that whole segment that like it just gets it gets outshone.
2: Um, uh, and then above, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think it's yeah. Being sorry oh, to no, interrupt you, it. but being placed in probably the funniest section of the entire, yeah, the movie, like <laughs> running over the uh, cow. <laughs> it all happens so fast. The entire <laughs> three-minute sequence where it, the joke is just. <laughs> He's showing off his dragon penis,
1: <laughs> and then you get to see like a photoshopped Chris Hemsworth penis right at the end of the movie too. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's it's wow. Uh, but the kiss itself is kind of eh. Um, right. And then uh, it's re- the next two. The next two are honestly interchangeable. Um, you could switch these orders around. I don't think it would affect it that much. But I think the the Deadpool and Train kiss are like pretty pretty similar. Um, I think they have pretty similar Mm. vibes. They're both, like, sort of the ending of the movie. They're, like, kind of what everything's been building to. Um, And I think in their own unique ways, I feel like they they kind of, um, like, with Deadpool sort of having, like, the comedic elements, like the the Hugh Jackman mask and playing Wham on his phone, and then Trains more, like, somewhat comedic, but I think leaning a little bit more on the sentimental side, um, having Amy Schumer, you know, reincorporate Um, the cheerleader thing that I think Bill Hader like mentioned twice weirdly, but I guess not weirdly because apparently it was like a thing (laughs) where he kept on saying like, I like cheerleaders, like they make people happy. Like, um, and then at the top, I would say, I would say the focus one, I think wins out. Um, the pitch perfect one would have won out if it was like, if the, If "We Belong" was done acapella, (laughs) like I don't know why they could (laughs) have had a big. This Pitch Perfect two is full of such great set pieces. I think, Um, like Mm. I don't, I don't super love the boot camp, but I I like it though. I like I like it's it's. I feel like in a worse movie, that section of the movie is so much more boring, Um, and then Mm -hmm. like the, um... oh what's his name, the villain from Alvin and the Chipmunks, Uh,
2: David. (laughs) What is his name? <laughs> David, David, <Cross>. David
3: Frost. <laughs> <laughs> he would hate
2: so much. He would despise the fact that that's how you remember him.
3: I don't even, I don't even know the name of murder. the character.
2: I just know <laughs> <laughs> it was the bad
3: guy from <laughs> Out of the Chipmunks.
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> he is openly like, I hate these movies. I'm contracted to be in them. My, I, my agent has tried to get me out of this. I hate that I'm in the... <laughs> oh. He's, might have he's sort of like, he's guy the guy who
1: wanted, like, a beach fight. house. Yeah, oh. yeah no, sorry, to return to my point, this could have been another opportunity. I feel like when the movie maybe needed, I maybe not, it kind of needed, like, a big set piece similar to that at this point in the movie. They could have had all the girls, like, on different boats. Um, you could have a joke where maybe they all fall over, but they, like, continue to sing to coming out of the water really, like, covered in gross stuff. And then you could have the car bit again. The car bit was fine. You can keep it. Um, but where it's focus, I think focus, no matter which one you pick, you're getting an amazing kiss from two characters that have
2: immense chemistry. Yeah. Um, I'll go next then. Um, and I think, um, I think my rankings is going to end up looking the pretty much the same 50 shades of gray at the bottom. Um, it would have been definitely up there had it been like the elevator kiss which i think is just fantastic um and really kind of gets um like why she's attracted to him across um i think but the actual kiss that they chose is the weakest of the ones that they have in the movie um so it's there at the bottom then yeah vacation next um it i mean it's like comedically fine but like there's nothing special about it so it's not like it's not like a kiss that i would have noticed um without me knowing that um i was going on the podcast to talk about it um, and talk about the movie and then probably train wreck um which yeah like caps off the movie but um i think that the movie doesn't have enough to it that like like if the movie was more centered and more like um, controlled, then I think it, I probably would have liked The Kiss better, because um, I would have, like, it would have felt like more of a, um, a payoff to something I cared about, um, even though, like, you know, it works fine for the movie. And then Deadpool is real like, I mean, The Kiss is good, um, and it's, like, cathartic for the movie, but, like, it doesn't uh, have, like, a next-level thing to it. Um, and then probably Pitch Perfect 2 next. Um, which is really funny and good and it works. Um, and I probably would have put it, uh, first to start with, except, um, you bringing up the criticism of it, which is now all I can think about because you're entirely right about how they could have had like something more with it. Um, they could have had like, it be bigger and then focus, which, yeah, I mean, it's funny that the movie I put at the bottom then has the kiss that I put at the top because it's just like i mean that's the strength of the movie is that it's just these two really charismatic um hot movie stars um with chemistry and that's the good parts of the movie and this is all all that
1: yeah no i think yeah i definitely have it i think kenny has a couple times too where like throughout the podcast like i definitely list out all mine when i finish watching the movies but like i've definitely like evolved my opinion as i'm like talking through it <laughs> It's like I'll realize certain things. I'm glad that I think at one time I brought Kenny over on The Vow.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, I did like The Vow more after we talked about it on the podcast. Um,
1: uh, I'm hoping to do the same with Don yeah. John. <laughs> no. I'm, oh, God.
0: That's not going to happen. I, yeah, I feel like I convinced you to check out the Hunger Games sequels at some point. That was my yeah. big like... <laughs> oh, yeah. During, during,
1: um, <laughs> during our hiatus, I will do that
0: yeah um, but yeah so for my ki- kiss rankings um it's yeah 50 shades of gray one at the bottom uh, like just any other kiss would have been like ranked a lot higher but yeah they definitely picked like the, the safest one you could use for like the MTV movie awards um, <laughs> and then pro- pro- above that. Uh yeah I guess, train wreck kiss above that like eh, it's it's fine it's fun it it's there oh wait no vacation k- kiss above the Fifty Shades of Gray, Gray one just for for the reasons like, not the high point of that scene but just kind of funny, then train wreck above that, and then, probably the pitch perfect two, two one there like. It's something where the top three kisses, I think, are all similarly strong, and the bottom three are all similarly weak. Um, and the pitch perfect 2, like, yeah, it's good use of Pat Benatar, but we've already done one We Belong kiss for this podcast. Um, hang it in. We don't need another. Um, and then, yeah, for the top, it's tough because I really love that, like, Deadpool kiss at the end, but. Yeah, I think I gotta give it up to like the movie stars for focus. Like it's, it's just a really good kiss throughout. And as much as like I'm mid on that movie, like I think their their chemistry is like, re- yeah, really good. Even when Will Smith is like sleepwalking through parts of it, like, they yeah. And I think the kisses bear bear out on that. So yeah, good congratulations on Focus and. Again, (laughs) not where I thought this was going to wind up, but like, a deserving winner, I'd say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. Consensus winner. Yeah. Unanimous, uh, sweet. Yeah. Good for focus.
2: But I, yeah, would, I think for me at least, then if it had been the elevator kiss, then I think that would have won.
0: Yeah. me. Me too. Absolutely. Um, I think I still might have gone to focus just out of like, <laughs> principle, and I'm like, "Do I really want to wear Fifty Shades of Grey? But it's, mm-hmm. but I might, maybe would have got talked into it. Um, but yeah. <laughs> all right. So, but now we come to our recommendation of the week segment, where we get to recommend whatever we want to audiences. And yeah, e- Evie, you thought of them, and then you told me before the show, which I appreciated because otherwise I, I would have said one of yours. Uh, because you sent me i would have i had time to think of something else so
2: that's part of why i sent it is that i knew um that you also liked yellow jackets um which is what i was going to recommend the show um because you've we've talked about it before but it's just um a really um interesting show basically it's like uh kind of lord of the flies but with teen girls um and multiple timelines and kind of, you know, Lost-esque. Um, but I, it's just really compelling. And, you know, it's really interesting to just, like, it's all about women. Like, entire, like basically, entirely about women and the relationships between them. Um, which is awesome for, like, a TV show to be so much about that. And so much about, like, exploring the uh, deepness behind um, teenage female relationships.
0: Yeah, and oh, eventually no. we're going to get to cannibalism on that show. Yes,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other part, is that there's, there and is weird cult stuff. Yes, which, when you combine those two things together, it's like uh, peanut butter and chocolate.
0: But yeah, Yellow Jackets, if you are a Canadian listener, you can find that on Crave, and America is like Showtime. So.
2: Showtime, yeah. Um, And then the other thing, just real quick, is uh, the show Game Changer on Dropout, which is kind of like the resurrected uh, corpse of college humor now. Um, It's just like a a good game show by funny people uh, that is constantly surprising every episode Then the rules change. Um, So like people, um, like there's different like the contestants from, you know, college humor stuff are on it. Um, But there's always, like, surprises in twists. And uh, Giancarlo Esposito was on an episode, um, (laughs) which was wild. And I don't know. It's uh, probably the thing that's made me laugh the most um, in months.
0: Oh, wow. Sounds good. And it's on,
2: yeah, it's on dropout.tv, which is, like, their subscription service. It's, like... Uh, Not to go full advertising, but, you know, it's just like you pay whatever the subscription fee is and then get access to all their shows. The other stuff like I'm actually in Dimension 20 is like their big selling point. Um, But yeah, just really like funny stuff.
0: Well, that's neat. Uh, What do you got this week, Ben?
1: Um, Today I got a pretty short and simple one. I only got one. Uh, it would be the pen and tonic song "Can't Sleep, Love." I just really like it. I think it sounds
0: cool. Oh wow, that well, was short <laughs> and sweet. Cool. And for me, I oh, got ne- a Netflix original. F is for Family, which just debuted its fifth and final season. Um, it is a show that it always winds up on top ten lists for a bit, even though I'm pretty sure I'm like the only one who watches it. <laughs> That's
2: yeah, I I was, think <laughs> I was going to make the same joke.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it seems to have some kind of base, but it's, it, it is, like, kind of based sort of on the... loosely based, I assume, on the childhood of, like, Bill Burr, and it is kind of set in the 70s, and it's a, it's a show that, like, I think when, when it initially came out, the trailer's like, oh, yeah, it's a bunch of jokes about, wow, look how crazy stuff was back then, and it it's kind of the show about this family led by this guy, Frank, voiced by Bill Burr, who, it has this incredible opening credit sequence set to the song Come and Get Your Love, where it's him as this young guy who's graduated like, high school or college or whatever, and has his, like, future ahead of him, and he's taking off into the sky, but then he's hit with, like, a draft notice, and then he's hit with, like, a wedding cake and glasses, and, like, just all all burdens of, like, domestic life, as, like, until he comes crashing down to, like, life down to Earth, surrounded by this family and that's kind of the thing of him dealing with his issues and and has an interesting cast where like Justin Long is like one of his sons who's just an annoying teenage kid
2: and, I'm looking at the cast this is wild <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, brilliant actor Michael K. Williams who tragically passed away a few, few months ago has like a recurring role as this guy Smokey who drives a truck and feels like vending machines, and it's a show that, like, it's set in the 70s, it takes no, like, for, like, some Bill Burr skeptics are like, oh, so it's just about how, like, better stuff was back then, it is a show that's very critical, I think, of, like, his character's worldview, and of the sexism, and racism, and homophobia of the time, and it... uh, it's a show that, like, gets in the similar, like, Bojack Horseman emotional territory and can be similarly devastating. And even though it never gets quite as, like, bad as Bojack, I think because it is sort of real people and it does kind of have a similar... These actions, like, that happen in one episode could have consequences seasons later type mentality. Hmm. It does get kind of similar kind of cycles of just being afraid for the characters followed by, like, moments of catharsis <laughs> and... While well, it's not as consistently funny as Bojack, it always has at least one, mo- like, a handful of moments each season that just make me laugh, like, you no know, ever like, when I'll explain is there's an episode where a few of the, 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 the character who seems to be the closest analog to Bilbo himself and a couple of his friends have gotten in trouble, and they've been put with the police for a kind of young cop, scared straight type program, so they're, like, sitting in this... Thing with The cops are like, okay, here's your first test. you got to clean our guns. So they go and they start cleaning and they're like, huh, you didn't try to shoot us. So you passed the first test. And then they point to like the <laughs> wall of this room that has bullet holes. And they're like, well, the, like last group didn't do so well. And they're like, thank God he was a terrible shot. And they're like, well, wait, why did you load these? And they're like, well, we know that now. And it's just such a good bit. It's, wow. And, and it's like a... Or there's the stuff where there's a character who, he's an elderly, like, German Holocaust survivor, but the joke for the first season is the kids just see him as, like, an old German man with numbers on his arms and assume he's a Nazi? And it, it just becomes, like, a running thing where they call him Mr. Hitler until they finally, like, learn his story. And But even then, like, one of the kids just cannot get his name right until he accidentally starts a fire on, like, the law on, like, the lawn outside, like, a Jewish temple, and then, like, calls him by his name. He's like, I was just doing what he told me to do. And he's like, now you get my name right? Like, it's... It's just a great show, and it ended, and I'm gonna miss it. So, yeah, F is for family, and for fun. And and also, like, some (laughs) devastating moments. Um,
2: Laura Dern and Sam Rockwell in the main cast? Oh, yeah, Laura
0: Dern is... Graden is kind of the wife, and Sam Rock- Rockwell is there. Jonathan Banks is in the last couple of seasons as Bill Burr's character's father, and huh. Vince Vaughn does a season as like this, yeah, kind of fighter pilot type guy who seems cool, and that turns out to be like an abusive husband, and it's an interesting arc. Like it's, huh, it's quite the show. Um, but with that and. Wow, coming up on one of our longest episodes.
3: <laughs> kind of behind, behind um, yeah, I, Jack. I, I...
0: <laughs> Wow. So, so Evie, do you got anything you want to plug? Social media or anything? Or?
2: Um, I mean, I'm at Left E-V, Evie L E F T E V I E on Twitter. Um, yeah, but I don't recommend following me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great, <laughs> and man, what do you got? <laughs> No, it's, I don't want to rush yeah.
1: past that. <laughs> um, so uh, I I changed my Twitter name. Uh, I think I'm now at gakgak. Uh, Gak. Um, so I'll spell it again. Uh, it's uh, G A A. Sorry, I messed up. G H A K G H um, A K. Then I also uh, I streamed I streamed twice at um, Twitch TV slash Gacker TTV Um, I'm really just using it as an excuse and forcing my friend to draw with me Um, but I might be on there Um, my setup right now has that one gif of Mario and Sonic kissing like checkerboard tiled all the way down the side so I think I oh yeah
0: something you want to cover (laughs) on a show eventually
1: (laughs) yes Um, so yeah if you if you're a fan of kissing Stop by whenever I stream again, which might be never. Um, uh, I think to get funny emotes, I need to have 50, 50 followers, so do that and I'll stream.
0: Uh, yeah, and you can find me on Twitter and Letterbox at Like a Wolverine. Um, you can find the show on Twitter at Gold Popcorn Pod, or you can email us at the GoldenPopcorn at gmail.com our theme song is by matt samard our artwork is by ben maybe he'll draw artwork for future seasons of the show on his stream hey. <laughs> little cross yeah, little... <laughs> yeah and then yeah uh, if you like the show please rate review subscribe and next uh well n- next up if you're listening to these episodes as they come up will be a bit of a break um I, yeah one of one of the hosts of the show is a student and he is about to enter into finals territory and is already a pretty bad procrastinator to begin with so <laughs> we'll be taking a few weeks off and you know maybe we'll bank up on some recordings and then but we will be back in the new year for 20, for 2017 for the first installment of the MTV movie and TV awards. <laughs>
1: And we'll see you all in 2017
0: and 2022. I mean, I'm still going to announce what's... Yeah, 2017 and 2022. No, I'm still going to announce what's coming up next, so. For 2017 Best Kiss, the nominees are Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, La La Land, Emma Watson and Dan Stevens, Beauty and the Beast, which MTV is officially calling the second interspecies nomination. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Taraji P. Henson and Terrence Howard for an episode of Empire. Zach Efron and Anna Kendrick. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. And the winner, Ashton Sanders and Jarell Jerome. Moonlight. So it's going to be quite the episode. Um,
2: a, lot of, a lot of stuff happening. Yeah, Ben has
0: been hyping up this Empire kiss for me yeah, for a while. I, I've been it's... spoiled because of uh, my
1: research trying to find which episodes these kisses come from, but. Uh, it looks good. It looks really good from from two like already amazing alumni.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. we'll. I'm gonna say right now, it's gonna take a lot to top that, to get me to clear around something other than Moonlight. But we'll we'll see. I'm willing to give Empire a yeah, shot. I've
1: not seen so. Moonlight, so I might just be. I might be. Uh, I might not. Uh, I might not be exposed yet to the to the heights of uh of 2017's Kisses. Yeah.
0: But until yeah, but anyways, until next time. Um. Oh yeah, Evie, thanks for being on the show. You were great.
2: Yeah, <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, come back yeah, in it time. I love to probably. have you on. Yeah. yeah, thanks. And glad yeah. to be on.
0: Yeah, and for all of you, just keep passing that golden popcorn and just remember, um, nothing is sexier than consent. <laughs> Oh, and happy holidays. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Forgot we could just end on that easy.
1: There's, there's nothing sexier than consent, and a close second is the holiday season. <laughs> hey. Yeah.
3: yeah. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye.
3: Love me like you do, love, love, love me like you do, like you do.